Hey, it's Tom Rock. I appreciate the kind words. I was asleep because I am going to work right now when you called earlier. But, uh, yeah, I listened to the Dread, uh, Dread podcast today, and that one's great. Let's just all take a bow and acknowledge how awesome that movie is. And uh, I love you some Paul, Paul, Mar- Paul Mar- Malcott. Wish I would have gotten in on that one. That's a fun flick. Hope Nate enjoyed that. So, uh, yeah, have a good one. It's officially the Baby Oil and Blow office Christmas party. Hoo! We're in the midst of it. We're recording during the Christmas party. Yeah. Who do you think's going to end up like uh, doing it in the break room by, by the end of this thing? Uh, oh. Probably. Uh, you know, I saw a scantily clad woman on the cover of a book you had photocopy. in there, you know? We get uh, photocopy butts. Oh, oh you got pretty to. pretty good. That stuff's always happening. Just got stuff to. like that. I, uh... Oh God! Seeing as we're a staff of two, I don't know. It's not as much room for hijinks as there is in normal Christmas parties. Is is the problem really? I just we need to expand this operation. I just spiked the punch with COVID. Okay, yeah. Um, Ooh. Oh. uh, 2021, the Christmas that COVID came back. Yeah, that's that's cute. It's crazy out there right now. Oh Macron, it's over now, Matt. Everybody's businesses are closed because all of their staff has COVID. Oh, is that what's happening it where you were? It was supposed to be gone. No? Oh, yeah. We, we couldn't open Sunday oh. because our entire kitchen had COVID. Are you open tomorrow? Yeah, we're going to open tomorrow. Oh, okay. You working all day? I'm going to be working all day. Oh, I think the little lady and I are going to try to have dinner there and a couple of drinks. Oh, that'll be nice for you. And be like, why are you, why are you dragging ass so much, pal? Mm-hmm. Throw coins at you. Oh, that doesn't sound as fun as it did originally, so I don't oh. I don't like the sound of that. Well, I mean, it doesn't... We don't have to do that. Okay. We can do other things. Okay, that sounds much better for me. Sing Christmas carols slightly off-key from each other. Sports games are canceled because yeah. all the players have COVID? Yeah, yeah. The Bulls had another game postponed tonight. People's pets' heads are falling off? I do believe, yeah. I don't. It's I don't all know, happening. I don't know if we're going to make it into the new year. I was pretty confident up until like a week ago. Good news. Uh, baby. That lockdown's coming back? Finally going to get some time off work? TNA lockdown? Is that this month? Back. Is that this month, man? That's uh, I'm hoping and I'm praying. Uh, look, man. Baby It's Cold Out is, uh, uh-huh. is allowed to be listened to again. That's, mm-hmm. that's good, huh? I'm pretty sure that uh, piece of shit song's been following me around forever. What's what's the updates on that? Nobody stopped playing that shitty song. No, no. A couple of years ago, people came out and were like, "That song's rapey. You can't play that anymore." Yeah, sure. But and they like, just kept playing it. I kept hearing that terrible song everywhere I went. A couple of feminists wrote some articles, being like, oh, "Well, actually, finally. well, actually, it's about time. She's not being like forced. She's just like, hey, it's not acceptable for women to hoe it up." Back in the 50s, mm. but I'm thinking about hoeing it up. Yeah, I don't think that the, that person listened to the song um, closely enough, uh, especially the line, say what's in this drink. That's what I they used to say back then. 
<laughs> they used to go it's out. One of the most glaringly, uh, they used to get rapey lines drunk, and they used to. Song. They didn't cock. You know, they didn't know about the cocktails, and they would say, "What's in this I've drink?" I'm feeling never a, been concerned funny. about the potential date rape going on, and baby is cold outside. Anyways, no, I'm all about being worried about these sex for favors uh, in Santa Baby that oh. I've always thought was wildly inappropriate. Yeah. Like, uh, why are we celebrating whoring at Christmas? Yeah. Let's let's write some feminist That's... papers about what a whore that Betty Boop. Cartoon character. That was. song is more relevant day. this day and age. Yeah. Oh, just tell me like, about it. All these man. girls. It's like all hey, they're trying to I'd do. I'd like is to go out on a date Santa Claus. with you. Here's my OnlyFans. You can contact me there. Uh, five ninety nine a month. How many girls that you work with have an OnlyFans? Pretty good deal. Five ninety nine. Is that a pretty good deal? Think, yeah. I'm out of touch. I don't know. No. Yeah. That's just silly. That's not bad. Okay. I don't work with girls. What are you talking about? You got the children's where you work, the, yeah, the young ladies. Literally underage, like oh yeah, those girls. are yeah, those are yeah, yeah. Change the topic, buddy. Hey. Getting yourself in some hot water. Hey. Not again with corporate. Mm-hmm. Oh man, uh, I got corporate breathing down my neck. Uh, wouldn't be a Christmas bonus still hasn't come through. Wouldn't be a baby oil and blow Christmas party without corporate breathing down our neck. That's Merry right. Christmas, it's corporate's Tom Rock. That guy was. He is breathing down our neck that, all day. That ginger-haired dickhead. Mm-hmm. Oh man, he's always letting us have it. He's uh he is the uh, what's his face? The fucking uh, the guy in Ghostbusters. They all hate the mayor. Ah, uh, the redheaded guy. Yeah, yeah. Everybody hates that guy. It's true. Slimer. This man has no penis. Slimer is his name, which is true. That ghost, you saw Full Frontal, he had no penis. Mm -hmm. No, yeah, absolutely. Just a lot of hot dogs. No penis, but a bunch of hot dogs. You making a phone call? Oh, shit. We're getting corporate on the phone. See if corporate picks up. Got a corporate complaint. He's on set with uh, Sven Gulli, probably. His channel's Home of the Monsters. He must be a... What's Tom Rock's got to be at work? I he would never is. not pick up a baby oil and blow. How does that guy not have like a, hey, dudes, it's Tom Rock. That's a good question. Leave me a, leave me a call. I can't answer right now. How long is this thing? Hey, Tom Rock, it's Baby Oil and Blow. We're here at the Baby Oil and Blow Christmas party talking yeah. about Paul Blart Mall Cop. You corporate stooge. So call you up and uh, tell you Merry Christmas, uh, Happy New Year. Uh, Merry Christmas, you corporate stooge. We hope everybody at your job doesn't have COVID. And yeah. uh, we hope corporate's not breathing down your necks too hard. Uh, Paul Blart forever. Tell Sven Gulli I said Happy Hanukkah. Also, tell Sven Gulli we said Happy Hanukkah. We're assuming that he's Jewish. Okay, that was. I think that'll be a nice little message yeah, for him to get. It's gonna be good. It's off for you. Yeah, it's gonna be some some text messages in our inboxes tomorrow morning. Oh yeah, baby. Hey, tell you what, kids, you wanna you wanna on air uh, voicemail from Baby Oil and Blow, fifteen Not, bucks. Yeah, hit up our OnlyFans. That's it. Our OnlyFans, fifteen dollars. That would be it's a that great would be a deal. Cameo, I guess we're gonna start doing. Cameos? Cameo only fan. Hey, uh, how you doing over there, Jerry? Hey there, uh, Your friend Mark tells me you've been having some tough times down there uh, working at the bus depot. Can we sign Just up? Just wanted for to that? tell you, uh, you know, keep you keep yeah. your nose clean. You know, yeah, you're doing great. You're doing a good job out there. Hey. Everybody appreciates you, buddy. Hey, Janie, sorry you got fired from Spencer's Gifts. I heard you were one of the best out there. Better luck next year. 
We're, we're boycotting Spencer's gifts officially. I'm buying all of my blacklight posters and number yeah. one grandpa hats for somewhere else. I'm get. I'm gonna sack going up down the road. I'm getting all my sex toys at a legitimate sex shop now, and not just at a place at a mall with twelve year olds. You know what? I wonder uh, what the prices are on Spencer's gifts sex toys. Is it, is it probably more marked up than the ones you buy at a legitimate uh, sex store? I would imagine. Hmm. Probably you get that like shopping mall uh, little little bump up. It's a good just, question. It, it's, it's for people who are afraid to go in those real seedy stores, so they really yeah. nickel and dime them. Huh. I would assume. I bet fucking Spencer's dildos are outrageous. Spencer's dildos? <laughs> They're outrageous. That's right. That's their slogan, I think. Yeah, sure. You know what our slogan is? I don't know. It's baby oil say, and blow. Did we do an intro yet? It's an action extravaganza podcast of palooza mm. Christmas. Grab your jingle bells and yeah. fa la la. Kiss your sleigh goodbye. I like what you did there, my man. I am one half your hosts. I Who's am- it going to be? Matto. Oh, yeah, that's right. With me, as always, mm. you, sir, can be... Who do you want to be? Maybe you should be the... <sighs> the Tim Allen Santa Claus to your Fred Claus? No, you're going to be the carry to my Doug tonight. You are oh, Nate Adams! Ahoy, ahoy, everybody. I apologize if the loosey-goosey nature of the... Uh, Episode is off-putting this week. We, it's a Christmas it's a, party, it's man. It's a rare instance where we have watched the movie together yeah. while drinking already and then uh-huh. come straight straight into one of these recordings. It's Uncut. officially a Christmas party. Unfiltered. We got decorations and tinsel yeah. hung everywhere. Um, There's a stripper passed out in Nate's living room. We're going to have to do something about her. I, think she, I don't think she's waking up. You're serious you didn't order her? Because I didn't either. I, just, I mean, that's really weird that she's here. Maybe she's just one of the neighbors. Oh. Oh, We'll shit. go through her pockets and see if we can find I any I thought those girls moved out next door. No, no. What were their names? Maybe, those sisters? Oh, yeah. Oh, those girls. Rock knows them. Were, Rock knows. They were trying. Huh? Hey, that one that got meaty and would wear the bikini all the time? Rock, you know what Tom I'm Rock, talking you about. You know what we're talking about. You know about the right one. Now. You huh? know what we're talking about. There was the one that was like way more into drugs and she wasn't I don't know about meaty. way more. Maybe well, different kinds of drugs. Yeah, that's fair. Worried about you dying drugs. Yo, yeah, those are the oh. those are the kind you want. Hey. It's a Christmas party, buddy. Yeah. Ah, jingle bell, jingle bell. Oh, yeah, Happy holidays. We're in the red there. Okay, back down into the green. That's it's gonna be better for people's ears. Happy I think. holidays. What's uh? What uh, Christmas song do you like? Mm, my favorite Christmas song of all time is uh, Frank Sinatra's A Christmas Waltz, followed closely by both the Darlene Love and Joey Ramone versions of uh, What a Baby Wonderful Please World. Come Home. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, yeah. So those are tied for my number two. Okay. Number three, whew, you know, that's hard. Huh. Mm, Dean mm. Martin's A Marshmallow World's up there pretty high, you know? We're You've been Christmas, riding Christmas high on that one this year. Oh, su- super good. Got that yeah. one in constant rotation. That's good. That's good. Um, Mine's mm-hmm. probably Soul Asylum's Runaway Train. Yeah, that one, it'll, it's, yeah. it'll sneak up on you. That yeah. one's a thinker. So just remember that when we sit down to dinner uh, this weekend and we remember think that. about all those... Teenage kids that ran yeah, away. That video. Because they didn't want to have Christmas dinner. It was just dinner. all those pictures, and then it was like, oh, cool. you little Danny's been missing me. since uh, fucking October. Uh, this girl 
harmony whatever from Ernest Saves Christmas. She's been mixing since last September. Oh, no. Last seen with a oh, creepy Florida man in Orlando. Oh, Christmas tree. Oh, Christmas tree. Is that what we're talking about this week? Oh, Christmas tree. Oh, Christmas I've been watching so many Christmas movies. They're all blurring together. Oh, Christmas tree. I did watch Ernest Saves Christmas very recently. Did you get any... It's become a real every year staple for me in the last couple years. Any hidden gems? Did you stumble across anything? Hidden gem Christmas movies? Anything new? I don't know that there are any. There's Paul Blart going to be the new one for you this year. Internet bloggers have just... Dug deep into the Christmas movie yeah. genre, so so much so that there's no new discoveries out there to have. That's I fair. wouldn't think, unless you really just start going deep into those Hallmark movie Christmas Ooh. movies, which there's Ooh, like 400 yeah. of. That could thinking about. Got to be a few that. gems in there somewhere, I would assume. Uh, Something with Melissa Joan Hart. I watched really, really hits. I watched that new uh, Resident Evil movie. Oh, is uh, that take place on Christmas? Sure. Okay, great. Yeah. Sounds sounds awesome. It was good. I watched the new Spider-Man. Did you? Yeah, that's Should right. I see it? Uh, yeah, if you yeah, want to. Okay. Uh, I mean, I watched the Venoms, too. I mean, I got sent home from work because everybody there had COVID, so I went and saw the Spider-Man movie. That's a pretty If cool that happens day. to you, go see the Spider-Man right. movie, too. Yeah, that sounds nice. Uh, that Resident Evil movie? Mm, that's right. I think more people should be talking about I've, it. I've never seen any of those, uh, nor played the Vidya games, so really have no idea what that's about, other than it looks looks like the Matrix with vampires. No, this one, uh, they dialed that back, and we're just like... They didn't want to compete with the Matrix 4? No, they just made it campy, scary, and uh, it's kind of fun. Mm, mm. Some practical really effects in there, instead of CGI. Yeah. Okay, maybe I'm sold. Yeah. What else have I watched? I've been watching a lot of films, but half drunk mostly, so you know it's yeah. uh, it's it's in one eyeball and out yeah. the other. So I don't know. You got to. I'll, I'll tell you. Like I watched something the other night. One thing that I watched for sure yeah. is our movie of the week. We're talking oh! about this week. Uh, it's been Die Hard December all month long. We've been talking about Die Hard ripoff movies. Let's get into the rundown here of our our latest film that we just got done watching. The rundown this week is uh, brought to us by that uh, Pfizer COVID booster vaccine, which I took Monday and then have just... uh, I got a dot right there. I've just slept for the last two days straight, which has been fucking awesome. I'm running fine. This is the first time I've slept since I was a child. I've noticed no change in my life. Sleep for like 10 hours, no problem with this vaccine coursing through my body. I don't think I can get killed by anything. It's beautiful. This thing's, it's it's a miracle drug. Everybody go out there and take it. I think if I want life to end, I'm going to have to do this myself. Didn't even need uh, 12 ounces of brown liquor to uh, calm myself at the end of the night. I still drank it anyways. Yeah. I, I don't know if that's not was a pussy. Advisable, but did it anyway. No, you but did it. It's been right great. Thing. Go out there and get your boosted. So <laughs> I stopped showing up at restaurants and seeing that they're closed for the day unexpectedly. Hey, I want some mac and cheese. We're the we're the di- most dangerous state right now. Do you know that? Oh, did we make it all the way? Yeah. I saw we were in the top six, yeah. but uh, no, no, we made it to number made it all one. The way to, even like more so than those one southern states, those scumbag southern states. Like Mississippi isn't worse than us or anything. That's pretty impressive. Eh, I think we got more heavily uh, dense mm, could populations be, yeah. than it, they do. We definitely don't have more heavily obese populations yeah. than we do. Those southern people get fat as fuck. Just as many Walmarts, though. Matt, our movie of the week that we just watched. What did we watch? This is my first time. Woo! Cherry fucking popped. Paul Blart Mall Cop from 2009. 
<laughs> Ham's good this week. Oh, okay, I was going to say. I thought you were yeah. a big Paul Blart fan. Yeah. You're hamming this thing up. Hey, he loves, he loves the foods. Yeah, fucking, uh, Paul Blart's a real porker here. Yeah. He's super into ham. Probably get, like, a honey glaze for that sugar. This is uh, Die Hard in a Shopping Mall, for those of you keeping track. Yep. Let's get into the rundown here. Uh, this is a film with a runtime of a quick 91 minutes. I feel like we just watched it. We a, love it. Just, just push play on that a couple minutes ago, it felt like. Real quick. Quick and breezy. In and you're out. That's what we talk about. In and out. The old in and out. Budget of this film. Uh, this is happy, happy Madison Productions here. Yeah. A little, the Sandman coughed up a cool $26 million. Good friend. Good, good friend. Yeah, he's a good friend to Kevin James and to many what, other what uh, make, struggling like comedians. Like 50, 60 mil? Uh, 183 million, maybe. <laughs> Fucking once again, acknowledging that ham is good this yeah, week. So, yeah, yeah, that's, that's a, a big, big success. celebration right there. That's big a lot success. of money. It's probably, they should make Paul Blart too. Out of it. This is one of our most successful. Oh, turns out they did. What? I want to push play on that thing right away. It's yeah. kind of a pain in the ass even recording yeah. this podcast. Right? Uh, spoiler alert, mini Kiss is in that one. Um, is that uh, Midgets dressed up as Kiss? I see you've watched a lot of professional wrestling Excellent. in your life. Excellent. Remember when Shotgun Saturday Night had Mini Vader and Jim Cornette in the New York subway? No, I never caught any Shotgun Saturday Night back mm-hmm. in the the 1990s. What? You never really? No, I was previously engaged on Saturday nights uh, for sure. Missed missed oh. that whole thing. I was, really? I was at the the racetrack. Oh, you didn't get this any was Saturday night. I was, Terry I was Funk. out at the the horse races match. Your mother's a whore. Never got any of that. Unfortunately, that's a shame. It's a it's a true shame. A little pro tip I saw when I was renting up that Paul Blart right now. Yeah. They're charging twelve ninety nine for you to buy a Paul Blart on the iTunes Just right buy now, it. a digital copy. But you can get a package of one and two for nine ninety nine. It makes no sense. Oh my god! Life hack, bro. Oh my god! Don't just go out there and buy Paul Blart right now. Get that fucking two movie pack. You're saving three bucks. You look. They're both. You can rent them both for three ninety nine a piece. You're almost at eight dollars. You're almost you at eight dollars. You've you've practically breached eight dollars. Two more bucks. Point. Let's just buy them both. It's just two more. Come on, bucks. folks. Support Come Kevin on, James. Folks. Support the Sandman. You know who didn't support uh, Kevin James and the Sandman? What's, the who's the critics here. This is a, a Rotten Tomato score of 34% right here. Unfortunately, this thing's sitting at. That's, you know, I would like to see that. Cinema score, a solid B, though. Painted myself Fans in a corner. There, I, don't, like, I don't know what to use for, like, to signify oh, yeah, bad. Oh, bad is yeah. not a, yeah, I don't know. Like, <laughs> didn't sound great. Yeah, we'll, we'll figure it Maybe, out. Maybe, like, is he got anybody talking about salads or something? Like it, Oh, baby, I hear the music. Oh, like that? Yeah, that could be bad. I'll see what I can let's see if I got a Frasier song. Director of this Paul Blart Mall Cop film is a guy by the name of Steve Carr. No way. You might know uh, from not directing Friday, but next Friday. And uh, oh, he didn't yeah. direct Dr. Doolittle, but Dr. Doolittle 2. Uh, oh, he's, yeah. He's the guy they bring in for the sequels uh, until he proved himself. And then he was able to, you know... Have his own thing when he did a little movie called Daddy Daycare. Maybe you've heard that's of it. That's a that's a pretty big one. Yeah, that one people people love that movie. That movie's celebrated to this day. I think it made a lot of dollars. Uh, stars of this movie, Matt. Uh, number one, we've already talked about him. We've already let the cat out of the bag. Kevin James is star of this film as Paul Blartz. Oh, a hypoglycemic mall security guard with his eye on becoming a a, a, a police officer. Yeah. You uh, knew him before he was Paul Blart as uh, Larry in the movie I Now Pronounce You Chuck and Larry. Yeah. Where two men were wed as if they were man and wife. <laughs> it's 
Crazy it's, concept. It's a, it's a pretty good one. Fucking they show that girl's butt and panties. They show a girl's butt and panties? Who's that girl in that one, I don't huh? Know. I need to it's fucking like, that check that movie Kate out again, I think so. Something? Sounds, which is the one, one that was fucking Timberlake? Oh, uh, sure. <laughs> I don't know. Britney Spears? No, Kate something. Damn it. What's the Damn one? It. What's the one from the uh, werewolves versus vampires? Kate Underworld. Beckinsale? Is that her? Oh, maybe I was thinking maybe about that her. when I was thinking about Resident Evil a minute ago. I don't know which Kate it is. I don't, I don't know which don't know video know game movie people. I was talking about. I don't know any of these things from nothing. Matt, this guy, Kevin James, was uh, the character Griffin Keys in a movie, Zookeeper, that I was uh, watching without any audio at the bar the other night, and that's just a crazy movie. Mercy. Have you, have you seen The Zookeeper? No, I, uh, I've seen uh, that it exists. Yeah. I so think it's a, a lot like Paul Blart, except that yeah. uh, he can talk to animals. Yeah. He's the zookeeper, and he can talk to all the animals, right? Okay. And there's this one sad gorilla who's like in gorilla jail because he mauled a little kid or something. Is that like the Wahlberg? Paul Blart's like uh, best friends with him, and they're always talking. He's like, oh, I wish I could get you out of here because you like Applebee's so much. Or no, it's TGI Fridays. Yeah, Applebee's kind of And sucks. there's a scene I'm where a they break him man. out, and they take him to the TGI Fridays, and they party together. That's pretty cool. But like... Also, the waitresses can talk to the gorilla once they're at the TGI oh. Fridays, so... Starts to be like, I thought only uh, Kevin James could speak to... Turns out these animals all have the brains of human beings is what's happening in this movie. Which just... Yeah, there's just a lot of... Kind of movie A lot of just moral problems that start to crop up as the internal logic of this film. As I was watching it half drunk at the bar with no audio, it just just started getting horrified at just what a animal farm type of dystopia that was going on in this this Kevin James movie. Did you hear about that stripper uh, down in Texas that was on the Jerry Springer show famously? Her uh, chimp bit, no. a, bit a kid. While, uh, Her chimp bit a kid? Yeah, so while, she's a stripper the... with a chimp? Yeah. This chick sounds like she's living an awesome life. And the kid, what, what she's she's dating a coach at uh, one of those Texas universities. Oh, okay. So she's really, she's really made yeah, it up that uh-huh, ladder. Yeah. And uh, with just pure charisma, it yeah, sounds like. right. And they had a they had a a, a, a trick or treat thing crashing set up. down once her chimp pulled off a young boy's genitals. Yeah, yeah. They had a trick or treat thing setting up, and she was like, "Don't go back there." There's there's there a murderous chimp. Yeah, pretty much. And a kid went back there and got bit, mm. and like they're trying to you sue. To see that? And she's like, "Oh come on!" She's Everybody's like, suing for everything. She's like, these "I'm a days. stripper," and I kind of told you matter yeah. of factly. What are you going to do? Careful. You sue me and take all my body glitter? Fucking good luck. Yeah, she's a really good... Uh, we'll bring up the videos later. Also, Kevin James was Dominic, the head of a group of horror movie killers who terrorize a family in the underrated film Becky. Dominic! Remember that one came out? That one yeah. was great. Kevin James is fucking killer Becky in that one. was one of the fucking first... killer in that one. ...solid films of 2021. Guy's got himself in great shape to, to, yeah. to, to be the bad guy in that thing. Also, he's Doug Heffernan on the... the Doug Heffernan show. I know you're a big fan of that Don't one. Forget your warm glass of tang. Okay, <laughs> what was that from? <laughs> Frazier. Just okay. found a Frazier soundboard. Frazier soundboard. Just him saying weird things. Right, this is gonna look forward to that throughout the rest of Matt Jama Mays. Yeah. Movie. Jama Mays. Yeah. She's she's Amy, the kiosk worker who Paul Blart has eyes for. Kind of a crush on her. 
Uh, you remember her as playing Cynthia in Red Eye, the movie where Cillian Murphy kidnaps people on a plane, which I don't under- never really understood. I never saw Never that. saw it, but yeah, it was just like, yeah. what's the concept? He's kidnapping people on a plane? How does that work? I saw like the last 20 minutes of it on TV oh, recently, yeah. and I was like, sounds really good. They're not on a plane whatsoever. Uh, she was Grace Winslow in the live days. action Smurfs movies. Did you see any of those? Those those live action Smurfs movies? No. Uh, my, I don't think I remembered them coming out. My wife worked on a, uh, 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 oh, here with, comes, with some here people some name that worked on that Here comes some film. serious name yeah. dropping. Yeah. Was it Gargamel? Did she work with Gargamel? Yes. Papa Smurf? No, just Gargamel. Mm. No, the fat cat. Gargamel's oh. cat. Azrael. There you go. It's, uh, the same name as the guy who took over for Batman in yeah. the late 90s. Yeah. Why do you think that was the guy that they created? I don't know. It was pretty dumb, even yeah. for the late 90s. Yeah. I can't remember anybody who liked it. I think he had like 10 Robins at that point already. Oh, he's he got 12 just, at this point. He yeah. could have just made one of them. them. He didn't need Gargamel's cat to be the new Batman. It's no, fucking well. ridiculous. Also, this chick's on uh, Glee and The League, which are both very popular mm. TV shows with white people. Yeah. As far as I understand. Glee, Glee, not without its controversies. Oh, wow. I think uh, some couple kids get bit by chimps died. on the side of that. I think somebody came out to be a molester. Somebody mm-hmm, died mm-hmm. of drugs, and then some woman died Love saving it. her kid on a boat. That sounds <laughs> like a shit. sweet Bruce Willis movie. Yeah. You sure that wasn't just yeah. the plot of Striking Distance? Could have been. Keir O'Donnell is in this film as Vic Sims. He's a slacker recruit that Paul Blart is tasked with training to be a, a new mall cop, but secretly he turns out to be a bad guy. You're still waiting on that spine donor. <laughs> okay. <yeah. laughs> he was Todd, the creepy goth brother in Wedding Crashers. Oh, uh, that's how I yeah, knew him. That's right. You never forget that face. Also, he was uh, the character Craig Johnson. On uh, season four, episode 13, uh, Rizzoli and Isles. Oh, hell uh, yeah. The episode where a man in a clown costume is molesting and kidnapping little boys. Oh, such a good one. Such a good one. Yeah. I don't know if there was a chimp involved or not. They didn't say. Could have been. Jamal Mixon is in this uh, movie as Leon. Yep. A uh, uh, morbidly obese man who Paul Blart has a nachos eating uh, contest with at a... At a bar and grill. Is he one of the fat black sons in Me, Myself, and Irene? Mm, I don't believe so. Okay, he is damn it. Um, definitely Ernie Clump Jr. in the Clump movies, which I think oh, a lot of people okay. He right, was yeah. uh, Lil Gangsta in Bullworth, which I know is a big well, We were just talking about that last week. <laughs> Always talking about Bullworth. We're voting Bullworth 2024. Also, he was Black Dennis in uh, Season 12, Episode 1, Always Sunny in Philadelphia. The Gang Turns Black, where the gang uh, falls asleep watching The Wiz and they turn black. It's a great episode. Oh, that show. Not without its controversies. Really changed. Really go for it. Yeah. I fell off around eight. Season eight, maybe it's, it's still on, it's still uh, hitting on all cylinders for sure. Good. Catch up, catch up with those good, late good, seasons. Good, good, good. Stephen Ranasisi is in this movie as Stewart, a pen salesman who bullies Paul Blart at their yeah. mall jobs, this even though they're both grown adults. This guy's got a storied career, done a lot of good yeah, things. He's Kevin from the League, which we've established. Is people a, love that a, show. A show that white people love to watch. A lot of people, I think, were in. There. Also, he was one of the field agents on four episodes of mm. Ashton Kutcher's Punked. Oh. Uh, and key episodes, too. yeah, key fucking episodes. Who'd they get? Sure. They get Luda. Yeah, definitely. That's that was oh, the, one of the Luda episodes. For Shit. Sure. 
Uh, our boy Bobby Cannavale is in this movie mm. as Commander James Kent, the head of the SWAT team, and Paul Blart's high school bully. He's in Ant Man. He was in the Ant Man's as a uh, Ant Man. Paxton was the kid. Doesn't his name? matter. He was uh, Joe in the Station Agent, an excellent yeah. little indie film with uh, Peter Dinklage. It's got that. Uh, it's got that shorty from uh, Game of Thrones. Oh uh, yeah, I love that shorty. Yeah, Hollaback shorty. Yeah. Little uh, guy. Also, he was little guy McFibbins. The character Jip Rossetti on Boardwalk Empire, which oh, is another yeah. HBO show yeah. that uh, people talk. Remember about. that show when the other guy was there and he was all like, "Ah, uh, don't Boardwalk Empire me, mm-hmm. Steve Buscemi." You remember yeah, that remember episode? That. It was a great, saw, great one. Rainy Rodriguez is in this uh, film, mm-hmm. Matt, as Maya, Blart's teenage daughter. Uh, she's also Maya and Paul Blart Two, which is a movie that exists. We established you can get it for uh, ten dollars. <laughs> wow, <laughs> Frazier, <laughs> cut into the quick. This guy. Uh, I'm sure you remember her, Matt, as playing the character Betsy on a uh, season three, episode seven of the Sweet Life of Zack and Cody, yeah. where the twins throw Cody's crush a party in London's suite while she's away in Scotland. Oh, London Hilton. Yeah. Oh my, or she's not Hilton, London. Uh, whatever her last name was. London I, best western. Look, I I was fucking two feet away from her. Who were you fucking? And didn't even realize. Oh, oh no, no. Oh wow. Well, oh, that that's the thing. She was you, dating. Were you having like Fargo sex with somebody? Like four people to a hotel room? No, I ran into her and Macaulay Culkin at fucking All In or All oh, Out, wow, whatever yeah. that first one was. Um, I was so starstruck by Big Mac, I didn't even notice. Yeah. Bound to happen. One of the loves of my life. You're like, holy shit, it's the good son. Yeah. He's here, live in the flesh. Yeah. He looked great. Yeah. He's just he's doing a good short too. Little fella. Doing good too. Just a little fella. Remember uh that movie Home Alone he was in? Try not to. People people watch that movie every year. It's creepy. I don't care. Yeah, those for little it. starting lineup uh, figures. He was shooting with BB guns, like a, like a little creep. That's you can a serial killer in the making, if you ask me. You can buy that house in Lego form for two fifty. You could buy that house in real life form if you're a millionaire. Good point. I guess. Yeah, the thing's up for sale all the time. There's yeah. a blog post about it, like every six months. The Home Alone house is for sale again. I, I think it's available for Airbnb this oh, year. Or wow. Something. I don't know. Uh, Something's available. Gotta be expensive. I can't keep track. I wonder if the, the, the doorknobs are still all M's for Matt. What kind of a what kind of a rich asshole was Peter McAllister? He's fucking had custom doorknobs made all throughout his house. That guy was like human trafficking on the side or something hey, for fucking sure. Make sure you check the doorknobs next time you come over. Oh, very exciting. I'm doing we new, well. We got new knobs? I'm doing well. Tagline of this film. Safety never takes a holiday, which it does. It's a holiday film. This is a movie that's taking yeah. place over the Christmas season, which is why it's very appropriate for us to be talking about today during our Christmas episode. Makes perfect sense. Let's get into the plot of this film because it's uh, there's a lot of stuff going on. You're going to want to keep up. Yeah, it's a it's a little bit of a busy film. Mild mannered Paul Blart has up. I don't know if he's mild mannered. This guy is kind of an extrovert. He's always had huge dreams of becoming a state trooper. Until then, he patrols the local mall as a security guard. With his closely cropped mustache, personal transporter, and gung-ho attitude, only Blart seems to take his job seriously. All that changes when a team of thugs raids the mall and takes hostages. Untrained, unarmed, and a supersized target, Blart has to become a real cop to save the day. (laughs) 
Yeah, he's super sized target because he's eating all that ham. Yeah, honey glaze, baby. Matt, that's uh, the rundown. Let's now get into bullet points, which is uh, part of the podcast where we go through our notes and talk about all the things we wrote down, which I, I don't know how that's going to work this week. Is yeah. We, we we just watched this movie just now. We were yeah. taking some very loose notes. Right. Loose bottles, loose notes. That's basically the... Uh, it's the motto of our show. It's the whole mantra we've been living on yeah. for the last week or so. so yeah. I don't know. Did, did you manage to get anything written down as we were drinking on the couch watching this movie? Jersey like Springsteen. Okay. Jersey like Springsteen. That's uh, how we're going to kick it off here. Start somewhere. Because uh, the movie takes place in New Jersey? Yeah. Is that what yeah. How, how do we how do we learn that? Is does it show up on the so like Yeah, New Jersey State Police is oh, trying okay, to be. Okay, that's yeah. right cuz it opens with him uh try, trying out to be which I like to see that there's some sort of training uh, apparently that you have to go through in order oh, yeah. to become a cop. I, that was yeah. heartening to see. He's he's going through mm-hmm. this training and it's funny cuz everybody Where else is like in shape and stuff, but he's like a uh, real fat and he's got titty sweat. Yeah, sweating through this gray police academy T-shirt he's wearing. We were we were talking here upon uh-huh. this first scene. Sure, yeah, and we surmised mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. this might be Kevin James' heaviest. Yeah, uh, he's looking close, real to it, terrible here. Yeah. Uh, it couldn't have been too long after this when he was just fucking slimming his ass down for yeah. "Here Comes the Boom," oh, a yeah. great Kevin James flick where he shows just a up. Good just, one. Cut. Large and in charge, but like, you know, fucking yeah. looking healthy. It's got one of them big boobied Hispanic women in it. Mm, I don't remember which. I don't, I don't remember that aspect of the movie, but yeah. now I've got an excuse to rewatch it. There you have I it. love big boobied Hispanic women. There you have it. Not so much big boobied uh, white men. No, that's what we have here. It's got yeah. big old D cups yeah. right here. And yeah. It does not look healthy. It's kind of uncomfortable to look at him throughout this movie. He's got sweaty moves. They're playing it up. You're not uh-huh. being a monster here. So, they want you to uh, notice. Yeah, he, he falls asleep mid-run. That's how fatty is yeah. in this training sequence. So not going to be a cop, as it turns out. No, and, uh, not this time. I wrote down, I guess this must be the ninth funniest movie I've seen about a police academy. Huh. But, you know, do the math. It, it checks out. I mean, that's not really a slam. There's just a lot of no, great yeah, police academy yeah, a, lot, a lot of great police comedy academy films, you know. Uh, all the way up to Police Academy 8, Mission to Moscow, which is yeah. one of the most underrated entries in that genre yeah. of film. I, uh, I'm i a Citizens on Patrol guy. Citizens on Patrol is real good. I think Assignment Miami Beach, a little oh. underrated, because there's a lot of like bikini pranks going on good in that movie. body is, humor yeah, in there. It's, it's, I like a good bikini prank, especially yeah. back in the 1980s. Yeah, you've always kind of considered yourself king of the... Bikini pranks. Yeah, that's yeah. why I've got that shirt. Like, why well, I got that shirt made at Spencer's Gifts you that love, I wear all the time. You love when, uh, going to the beach and girls untie their tops, and oh, then man. you like you, you a s- ripe opportunity for yeah. some pranks. Right there, you just there. sneak a lobster in there somehow, so they tie their top back up. But there's a lobster in there now. Once that's pinching your titties. Oh, man. <laughs> yeah. yeah, hilarious. Classic prank. What so a prank after we established yeah. he's too fat to be a cop. Uh-huh. Uh, I wrote, oh, God, his whole family's fat. This is depressing. No, it's fun. It's like the clumps. It's not as fun as the clumps. You sure? Those guys are large yeah. and in charge, I would say. these. His family is just 
three sad fat people sitting around a shitty looking kitchen table. What you let me know? When uh-huh. do yeah, you right. want to talk about just how sad Paul Blart is? Oh, in well, this that's movie. pretty much every uh, note I took. Okay, so that's what right. we're going to be talking about going how, through here. Well, how sad do you think he is here? So let right here. Uh, there's this whole bit where his mom, yeah. his fat mom's asking him if he wants to eat some pie. Yeah. And he's just going on a run about how, of course, he wants pie or whatever. Yeah. It's like, oh, that's funny. He's so fat. Well, it's, he, it's ludicrous that he wouldn't want pie, yeah. is what he's saying. Yeah. But then his mom hands him some pie and then hands him a jar of peanut butter as right. well, which I've never seen. No. And he just starts peanut buttering up the top of his pie. You gotta. I mean, I've heard about putting like a nice like a slice of sharp cheddar on top of like a fruit pie or that's something. Crazy that's crazy talk. That's You're a talking crazy. Move right there, but... Peanut butter on a pie, that's the fattest move I've ever seen. Uh, he says something about how it, like, is mortar to fill in the cracks of a broken heart or something. Yeah. And he's saying this, like, in front of his his little daughter. Right. He's just, he's being openly sad and broken in yeah. front of his chubby little daughter just yeah. so much that yeah. I think I wrote the, the words child abuse a lot of times, yeah. like, throughout, throughout this movie as I was watching it. He right sings now. that little song to himself. Go away, pain, as he spreads the yeah. peanut butter atop his pie. He certainly does, which I don't know. Peanut butter on pie might be good. I had a piece of peanut butter pie yesterday, which I've seen from before, where? from uh, the Journeyman Distillery, and it was, yeah. a, it was a real delight. That's not Baker Square. No, it wasn't Baker Square quality. I'm not saying that. Okay. I'm saying it was a nice little treat. I had that and some of their uh, hot apple liqueur going on. That was, that was like oh. a hog in heaven. Oh, man. Up there in Trump country. Oh, you went all the way up to Michigan's? Oh, yeah, that's right. You're a nut. Uh, so next scene, he's segueing uh, out of his garage and into... Yeah, I wrote down here, We uh, it, it, it starts uh, with a... We segue from a segue scene with a segue. That's right. Yeah. yeah. He's getting chased yeah, by a little dog, and yeah. he's comically afraid because he's so large and it's so small. Yeah. I just wrote, there's going to be a lot of segue jokes in this movie, huh? And there yes. is. Yeah. Turns out there is. But we segue out of that segue scene to meet our real star of the movie. Um, the Mall. Okay, the Mall's like a character itself, I would say, man, yeah. right there in this it's movie. The, I, the, I consider the Mall to be a character itself what I wrote. in this movie right we, here. We meet our big star, the Mall. So we go from his sad life at home to yeah. just his even sadder work life where he's... Oh, being disrespected no, by he, everybody. He can be anybody he wants here. Little kids are picking hero. on him. They're throwing oh. balls out of the ball pit at him. And he's uh. just looking at his feet. He's so sad he can't do anything uh. about it. He's he's just got a look on his face. He does. It's just a thousand yard stares. He's segueing through. He really does. I wrote, this movie is dark. at this point right Yeah, here. yeah. He's expecting sort of a romp. But no. no, that's not yeah, what I'm no, looking no, for. No. This, this is... You're gonna, you're taking a, a, a journey yeah. through the dark parts of a man's soul here. It's gonna tell you about the, that real holiday feeling. I also wrote that uh, Paul Blart's mustache is looking ridiculously just for men in uh, this movie, and it's just uh, you think so? It's, it's only 2009 here, and he's wow. got some crazy hair dye going. But then this is like this scene; it's like super dark black. But then there's yeah. other scenes where his hair is like brown, like his hair and his mustache completely changes cool. colors, like. Six or seven times throughout this movie, it's crazy to watch. According to Tom Rock, oh okay, he's completely bald at this yeah, point. He's got to be, and he's just wearing. Got to be what's going on. He's I don't got believe hyper color fucking hair I don't going on. It. I always thought he and Ted Danson had some of the nicest hair in the game. 
that is not the case. He's clearly very balding throughout this movie, and I oh. think a lot of it's just spray can hair is what's going on. Oh. So scary. Not it's weird. They, they could have used some of that budget to straighten out his hair situation because I could not stop looking at it. And at this point, I even wrote down with that mustache, he looks mm. like a real life Muppet right now is what's going on. Those yeah, big kinda. those big jowls give him kind yeah. of the shape of a Muppet head. When he's got that just like dark black felt looking fake mustache going on over his fucking yeah. look. He's fucking weird looking in this movie, Matt. Yeah, he looks good. Which makes it even more uncomfortable when he starts uh, stalking the woman who works at the wig kiosk. Sure. That's sure. what we're establishing in this scene. He's just driving back and forth, yeah. uh, glaring at her. Peeking around like corners, glaring mm-hmm. at her. She's she's noticing that he's doing this. She's made visibly uncomfortable by his presence, which doesn't deter him in the slightest. Uh, he's got to keep eyes on her. This is yeah. This this guy is pretty hard to like so far. Watching watching this movie, um, I'm I'm not really rooting for him. I I wouldn't say at this point so far. I'm just kind of feel bad for the lady and yeah. want him to get away from her. Is what's going on? Well, you're gonna you're gonna pull for him when he uh. Crashes his Segway into the back of that van while he's gawking yeah, at her. He's, he's, he's doing a little too much gawking, yeah. and he ends up smashing himself into a van, which, mm-hmm. if there's one uh, ace up the sleeve of this movie, it's that uh, Kevin James falls down real good. Oh. This is, this is one of the, the first really good fall downs. We get him slamming in the back of this fucking minivan right here. He's doing so many of his own practical stunts That's here. right. So uh, the lady at the at the wig store, uh, I wrote that she's got really big eyeballs. She looks like an anime drawing. Yeah. And then also I wrote, uh, after she talks to Paul Blart a little bit, they do a little getting to know you back and forth. Uh, this actress answers the important question, what if Anna Ferris never tried to be funny? Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's, there's nothing going on with this character, man. 100%. Throughout, throughout this whole fucking movie. Who's this girl? You said you saw her and stuff? You, you, you found um, her. I just wrote stuff? down what yeah. she was on her IMDb. She's on like Glee in the league. Yeah. I don't fucking know. She's a fucking nobody. That's what it sounds like. She, I don't even think she was in Paul Blart too, even though they get married no, over they, the end credits. Should, oh no, spoilers! But yeah, no, she's not. They should have just got Anna Ferris. I mean, she was perfect in Observe and Report. Why not be in the other mall cop movie? I mean, I don't see why she same wouldn't character. have. And they could be a shared universe. Yeah. Maybe we could do a Paul Blart uh, murderous Seth Rogen. Uh, he's he's kind of Seth Rogen in an observant report here when he's creepily just, stalking her right here. But just Both not characters as, make me as uncomfortable. Just not as funny. <laughs> yeah, and not as funny. Yeah. That's kind of the problem. Seth Rogen's more of a good time. Oh, man. Uh, so this is when Stuart shows up, the uh, pen salesman who works at the mall, who just bullies the living shit out of Paul Blart. Just fucking steamrolls. He's got to watch this guy stand there, yeah. impotent, being dressed down by this yeah. yuppie loser, just doing nothing about it, nervously laughing. Yeah. And then Stuart just tells him, "I'm calling you fat to your face. Why are you laughing?" Yeah, it's a great scene. And he's doing like a half cry, half laugh after yeah. that, and just like. Oh, I don't want to see any more of this guy's life. It's making me really sad to watch this movie. Yeah. I didn't think Paul Blart was a sad movie, man. I thought it's it was a, supposed to be a comedy. I like the dark ones, Nate. I certainly do. Uh, so I don't know. What could... What, what's what's next in Paul Blart's life? Maybe he'll get beat up by a fat woman at a bra store? Oh, it's the Victoria's Secret? That's yeah, right. She's in a fight with some lady over a bra, and yeah. Paul Blart tries to break it up, but they're like, you have no authority over anyone, and no one respects you. Yeah. You're a sad man. You should go kill yourself. And then he's just like, oh, no. And then he just greases up and wrestles this 
Batwoman and yeah. her shirt gets pulled up a lot. I don't know if it was supposed to or not, but they just leave it in the movie. It was hot. We just so see her whole torso. We're better for it. Just rolling around with Kevin James on yeah. the floor a bunch. It's, it's very uncomfortable. I'm uncomfortable because of how many in my boners right you got. So I'm just like, ah. Does this movie start getting funny at any point, or is it just going to be it's funny in a different 90 way. minutes of just m- making you want to crawl out of your skin is it, shit? Is it funny haha or funny strange? Yeah, funny funny strange so far. Okay. It only gets stranger in the next scene. What, what, what happens? It's like the end of the work know? day, yeah. and he's been stalking the fucking wig kiosk girl a lot. Yeah. And then he stalks her out to her car as she's trying to leave. And well, it gives her a ride. Offers her a, a ride on his Segway. Yeah. And she's like, ah, I don't think those are made for two people. That's a ridiculous offer. And he's like, I'm Kevin fucking James. Yeah. I'm the king of queens. And then, uh, uh, against all probability, uh, she accepts his offer of right. a Segway ride. And then just like steps within his personal space. And he's just got like his arms around her. Yeah. As she rides on the... It's like the, the segue with him, like yeah. the Titanic. I'm They're king like of the holding world. the hands a little bit. She's talked to this guy once. He was super weird and off-putting. Well, <laughs> He's that's been your opinion. Peeking around like pillars at her, like a public uh-huh. masturbator all day. Mm-hmm. There is no scenario in which mm-hmm. any woman accepts this Segway ride, and that's like, what that's what makes Paul Blart so yeah. powerful. You so understand? Like, we see them like riding together yeah. in slow mo, and he's all like grinning, and I'm like, well, is he gonna like? Fart really loud yeah. or something like what's gonna happen but, here? See, but. Nate, that's the thing. Not only is he Seth uh, Rogaine and uh-huh. uh, yeah, sure. an Observer Report, he's also the trench coat masturbator. Yeah, he he really uh, he's all of it. He, he encompasses all of that stuff. Yeah, he's, this movie's so much more. He gets her out to her her car and she's just like, okay, that wasn't weird feeling your boner rubbing up against yeah. me the whole time. Uh, I guess I'll. See you later and give you my phone number and we'll hang out and stuff. Yeah. This, I don't know, 555-0178. Oh, wow. You remember that phone number, huh? Yeah. We should just call that up and see if Tom Rock answers. Yeah, I don't see why not. Let's see what he's up to. Uh, so the thing is, they've all decided everybody who works at the mall is going to go to American Joe's later that night. Oh, hell yeah. Which is a bar and grill that seems to be like inside of the mall. What's going on? What are you, what are you, oh, you're, you're calling up the number. Please hang up and redial the number, including the area code. You don't, you don't tell me what to do, lady. No. Also, think... they didn't tell us the area code in the movie Paul Blart. Yeah, I'm oh. just working with what call I got. Call the Verizon offices and tell Should them that they them didn't know? tell us the area code yeah. in the movie Paul Blart. So yeah. How are we going to dial the Patch us through. Just patch me patch through. Patch us through. Pahood. To the Wigs kiosk lady. Pahood. American Joe's is a sweet bar and grill where there's some karaoke going on. Everybody's eating onion strings. It seems like a good time. I'd like to have a couple uh, pictures of margaritas and then maybe go see Grandma's pictures Rules. Pictures of margaritas. You know? Every, everything is good. If we go see Grandma's Rules after it, are okay. you going to want to water? What's what's Grandma's Rules again? Grandma's House. Yeah. Grandma's Rules. <laughs> Grandma's Boy. That's another Sandman yep. movie. <laughs> yep, that's the one we saw. The M. Night Shyamalan movie, Grandma's Boy. Oh, yeah, that's right. Uh, ooh, we did uh, drink some pitchers and margaritas. Not in American Joe's, because I don't think this no. is a real uh, bar and grill. I wish it I was. I wish though. it was. I'd be going to it all the time. Uh, I had some questions uh, later on about how the whole situation of this works. Yeah. With this, like, uh, everybody, like, 
gets off their mall job and mm-hmm. then uh, gets in their car and drives away and then drives back to the mall to hang out at a restaurant in the mall later on. That seems crazy to yeah, me. Yeah, what do you do? I definitely go somewhere that was not in the mall for sure. Either way, we get Kevin James's real life brother Gary Valentine doing a little karaoke. Oh, that guy, that extremely balding guy with the long stringy hair, yeah. the karaoke guy. That's uh, Kevin James' brother. I can see uh, hairlines aren't running in the family for sure. No, he's got a great full head of hair. Oh, it was. That's it all makeup, pal. Was great looking makeup. There. Yeah, some of the twenty six million. You're not familiar with Gary Valentine. <laughs> what, what, are you, what are you talking about? You're not familiar with Gary Valentine. His special. What? His comedy special. What would anybody be familiar with this man for? Y'all want some sweet tea? What? Y'all want some sweet tea? That's his catchphrase. Yeah, he's got That's that his, joke. You got any cheese? You go, you go to fucking Georgia and everybody's like, "Y'all want some sweet tea?" I mean, it's true they are doing that, but is there any more to the bit than that? Y'all want some sweet tea? It's great, man. Huh, so, uh, you're dying. Kevin James is like, "There is Amy, the wig store girl. I'm gonna go talk to her more." And this is the second time he hits yeah. her up with his uh, ongoing. Fun fact thing. Well, he's got to take. Don't forget, fun fact, and then he's got to take his coat off. Trivia about whatever. Hey, shows up in the world's most yeah. Talk about the coat. It's like a circus. Tell us about the coat. It's like leather, I think, but it's got Uh like rivets all over it or something. Weird little ringlets everywhere. Yeah, everywhere. It's like covering the entire gigantic fucking tarp that is this coat. He's kind of dressed he ridiculous, but like nobody like sees him. He's, and he's kind like of humiliated. It's just I think it's just for us to enjoy. He's kind of dressed like Hans Gruber in that Robin Hood movie that he did. Oh, I can see that for sure. He's yeah. dressed as the sheriff of Nottingham. Uh huh. He's saying fun fact and then saying inane trivia over and yeah. over again. And I'm just like, this, this man is impossible to be around. He's a good guy. <laughs> How yeah. am I supposed to be rooting for him to get this girl? She needs to run. I want her to be far away from him. Yeah. Uh, I think it's dickhead pen salesman Stuart. Stuart, yeah. Who walks by and just goes, this place sucks. Yeah. I was like, you're right. This place does suck, Stuart. Nah, that was pretty cool. Yeah, it's pretty cool because apparently in addition to having karaoke and pitchers of margaritas, they also have nacho eating contests at uh, this thing. I don't know if those were officially sanctioned. No, not sanctioned by the thing. This Might is just the be. thing that Leon and Paul Could Bart uh, get into themselves. Could be, but they know a couple people. But they both there. order gigantic platters of nachos, and then yeah. everybody gathers around and right. sees which uh, grossly overweight man can eat nachos faster. Yeah, there's a lot of mouth noises going on in this scene when they're eating all these nachos. Plenty. Man. A guy who plays Leon's trying to like shit talk while he's eating nachos. He's got so many lines in the scene, throat noises, and you, you can't, can't make out anything. anything. That he's saying. Yeah. It's crazy. I've never heard of a nacho yeah. eating contest. I don't. I don't know if that's really a thing. That guy got paid some good money to be in this movie. I bet. I hope so. Uh, unfortunately, during all this, Paul Blart just stumbling around being an idiot accidentally uh, chugs some what he thinks is lemonade. Yeah, but it's one of those pitchers of margaritas. And then, if you remember, this guy's hypoglycemic. He's right. He's not going to be able to drink alcohol. No. He's going to go crazy. Right. We get a hilarious Paul Blart, super drunk, acting like a fucking wild animal montage. We do. Which there's some good laughs here. Stuff he's doing. I was you enjoyed it. I was loosening up you a little bit. It? I was like, all right, this movie is making me very uncomfortable yeah. and very sad. You're invested now. Now finally, he's doing some funny stuff. Right. He falls down on the ground dancing, and then tries to do a nip up, but can't do it at can't all. That's very really funny. Yeah. He takes his brother by the back of the You think I could do one right now? Chucks him off the stage real uh, Yeah, I think you could probably do one. Why wouldn't you be able to? You've been doing successful nip-ups for as long as I've known you. I'm going to do it. It's fucking Christmas. You I'm got the Christmas spirit running through your body. I'm fucking, 
How many in a row can you do? Should I do it now or should I do it later? I think we should do it right now. I think you should get down. I mean, if you don't want me. Try to do a Paul Blart nip-up is what we're going to do. Okay. Take take that headset off, though. Okay. We don't want you pulling this whole rig down. Can I use the rug? Uh, Do you think the rug is going to help you out? Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, you can grip that way. Okay. You're going to get some grip using the rug here. Okay. Yeah. Uh, do, is there a zipper on those cargo pants you're wearing? No, or maybe you can, like, zip elastic. off the bottoms or something? It's just okay. It's all elastic. He's, he's, oh, 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 that rug kind of backfired on him. I think the rug backfired on him. He, he lost his grip. He hit the ground pretty hard. Oh, God. Now he's got slippery socks on this, this wooden floor. That's going to be some bruises. Uh, yeah, I feel it already. Come Christmas morning, probably, I would imagine. That pooling. That pooling. Yeah. Hit that tailbone. If it wasn't for the socks or the rug, I would have stuck both of those. I, I think it. we can both agree. I got adrenaline running through my body. Man. I'm pumped, crazy. man. I'm fucking pumped. So yeah, this shit ends with like Paul Blart touching everybody's faces weird and stealing their drinks and yeah. freaking out the girl he likes. And then he touched that guy's ear for a really long touches time. Touches this old Jewish man's you ear. You didn't like that. For like three minutes, it was making me very You didn't like that. And he falls through a window. And like, that's kind of the end of the scene. Kind of. And I wrote, well, this was all... At his work at the mall where he's a security guard. Yeah. It's a very public display of just uh, assault and uh, property damage. Right. He's going to be fired now is what the, the next scene of the movie is going to be. Like, that was a horrible thing you did here at your place of place of uh, business. You're fired, Paul Blart. But nope. No, they don't address it. So just a little. Don't have to worry about that. Just a little day after Saturday regret. Ugh. After this, it just says Thanksgiving Boom. Day, it tells us. And then. Him and his fat mom and fat daughter are just having another sad dinner where he's like crying at the table. Yeah. <laughs> They're all real disturbed by his right. behavior. Right. It's a lot. Once again, I wrote, this is extreme child abuse, especially when he goes up to his room and just starts looking at the little receipt from the wig he bought from the wig kiosk girl and just ugly face crying and his daughter's like in the doorway watching it just yeah she sees it this woman's never going to have a healthy life at, at any point you don't no. mature out of this situation no. into just like a stable well-adjusted human being that's a lot to she's gonna be talking about her traumas carry. with right therapists for for years and years sweet girl though she seems to be very invested in getting her dad's dick wet because yeah. through all these scenes she's like let me sign you up for some fucking like right. dating profiles and shit man we're gonna get that dick wet fucking yeah. kevin james don't you worry about it hey, once you start getting some poon some like pussy. life is not gonna be nearly as sad around this house anymore right. trust me i could see them getting pussy together yeah, so they do and the him future. and his mom and his daughter i'll get together and fill them out a little dating profile including a Sweet video of him like break dancing on a Segway kind of yeah. little homemade yeah. video. Some more Segway humor going on. Yeah, here. some good Segway humor in this yeah. movie. He's doing great. He's doing all the things. Uh, yeah, we also a crew of terrorists comes what? to the mall. It's the next day. He's at the mall. He awkwardly apologizes to our kiosk girl Amy. Yeah. Where he's all like, hey, you know, sorry that... Uh, Can't really just apologize your all way that out of that. stuff happened. Yeah, that, was, that was an ordeal that he put she's, that poor woman through. She's all like, this is still creepy. You're still creepy. Yeah. But I tell you what. I don't want you anywhere duh, near me ever again. You've still got my number, 5550178. still employed here, quite frankly. Just text me later and... Uh, We'll go from there. And he's like, text? Yeah, totally. Yeah, I, I, I text it. all the time. Dick pics, for sure. I do sure. all the texting. What do you think's coming your way, lady? He's like, that's all I do is text. 
There's a lot of text jokes here because I guess texting was new in 2009. Probably. Not really. Maybe. It wasn't. Th- they're treating it like it is in this movie. I we're we're getting it. a lot of texting talk and texting subplots here. She should have been like, hit me up on my next tell. Oh, I can't text. Check it out. I don't know. Text. Ooh, text. I'll try to figure out texting. I got a job. Yeah. No, there's... What year was that? This is probably like 2003 or so, maybe. Probably. I graduated in 01. Oh, those were terrible times. We were scumbagging terrible, it in 03, 04. The old round the cock. Yeah, so uh, during all this, a bunch of terrorists sneak into the mall dressed mm-hmm. as like a work crew setting up like a Santa's village. Yeah. They're doing stuff. Paul Blart's like, oh, I'm the fucking only guy who takes being a mall security guard job seriously. Probably I'm going to catch on to what's happening. Yeah. No, because he's a fat idiot. We've established it. Yeah. He gets distracted by playing video games in the kids' arcade. And right. He's giving himself a heart attack mm-hmm. on like a DDR machine or something while all these guys are setting yeah. smoke bombs all over the mall. Paul Blart, you failed again. Do we mention that he went to his buddy's uh, cell phone kiosk and okay. got the old Jewish man whose yeah. ear he was yeah. touching a lot? Yeah, yeah. this guy's like, uh, I've got a daughter's whose cell phone was taken away from her. You can borrow it. Yeah, it's his daughter. Yeah, He's like, it's, it's my daughter. I'm mad at her. You can have her cell. Just phone. Have her cell phone. Just start fielding all of the phone calls that are From meant Pahood. to go to my teenage daughter. This is not yeah. a situation that would be weird at all. No. I'm just going to give you a grown man my teenage daughter's cell phone. Yeah, and he takes it, which is funny because it's got little like decorations on it and funny ringtones. And it's like, oh, but that's not is what a grown man's phone yeah, would look I like. I want to chew your bubble gum. So silly. Waka hey. So uh, these guys take over the mall. Um, yep. We learn that they're secretly led by Paul Blart's rookie recruit who s- pretended like he was a security guard in order to something. Yeah, all of it. Also, these guys Gotta sneak get the in, ins and outs. in uh, you know, like uh, costumes, uniforms to, Maintenance uh, guys, to right? get in the mall to then immediately take them off and then declare themselves to everybody in the mall and then tell everybody in the mall to leave the mall? Yeah. What was the point of putting costumes on? Why don't they just march in the mall with their guns out and be like, hey, everybody, get out of the mall? Well, you gotta, you know... I'm not clear on any level of what their plan is or what they're trying to do, Matt, is is what I'm trying to establish here and then play throughout the rest of the conversation about this movie. You need to establish some kind of disguise okay so that you can go in uh, sure and then be like give me all this stuff right get it no it's pretty basic i mean if they were gonna sneak dry. in and then uh-huh. wait till everybody leaves uh-huh. and then like do things when the mall yeah. was closed yeah. then it kind of makes sense to have uh you know maintenance oh you know what it is mm. they're they're extreme athletes yep. and so so this is another thing that happens in this movie. So you gotta, they're all about right now. There's, they've got like one gun between the se- the seven or eight of them. Uh, I think they maybe just, they just guns. share maybe Probably two guns one. throughout this movie. They chase everybody out with those two guns, and then they start pulling out their skateboards and BMX bikes and feet. Because you told me these people are all professional uh, extreme athletes that yeah. they cast to be this crew. Yeah. For. A reason? Question mark. Yeah, there's also some parkour people in here because yeah. 2009. We were right. talking about parkour a lot. Parkour. We get a lot of parkour going on in this. Parkour movie. was cool in 09. It's still pretty cool if you ask me. Is it? Yeah. Okay. 
Paul Blart's still oblivious to the fact that uh, there's like machine gunfire and people yeah. running and screaming because he's now on a phone call with that old man's teenage girlfriend's yeah. ex-boyfriend, Pahoot, who's just a shirtless Indian kid named, yeah. named Pahoot. Yeah, <laughs> it's it's weird. He's a good guy. But they established that this guy's got the cell phone geotagged and he can yeah. trace it, which is, I think Paul Blart's a little bit like a, that's a solid like creepy stalker move. I'm right. going to keep that one in my back pocket, but also might be a decent plot point to pay attention to going forward in this movie. Well, thank you, you know. Pahoot. We've established that you're a thing. Yeah. Let's, let's move forward. He's a good guy. He loves her feet. Uh, yeah, he does talk about how much he loves that teenage girl's feet. Yeah. Unfortunately, we don't get any pictures of her feet or anything, so I don't know. No. Maybe, we see her later. Feet? I mean, we see like her face, but not her feet. Yeah, like, not the feet. What do those feet look like? Yeah, I don't know. That's good. He's going to take Pahoot's word for it. Yeah, we'll have to play those credits back. Paul Blart, uh, he finds the terrorists. Yeah, and this is when I wrote, why are they all on skateboards and BMX bikes? This, this doesn't make any sense. They're all X Games athletes. Or is this going to have some sort of. Uh, point break sort of a twist to it here where we learn these guys. We've got to steal this money. X Games athletes together. So yeah. I can pay the entry fees for all these people to enter the X Games. Yeah, that would have uh, been a thing that explained some of this stuff away and made me feel you much more like comfortable that, huh? that it was happening. That nah, they were it's just people stealing terrorizing people on BMX bikes. Pretty, pretty weird. It's people um, stealing from What mall, could man. these guys possibly be trying to get out of all this stuff that they're doing? It's not making any sense to me. Hmm. And then uh, when they when they come across Paul Blart, they just start parkouring all over the mm-hmm. thing and chasing him. And I wrote, uh, oh, why are there Paul parkouring all over Paul Blart? Why don't they take out their guns and put a gun to his head or something? Yeah, it's, it's, right. Shoot Paul Blart or at least threaten to or something. They don't ever do that. So. Oh, it's Paul Blart. He runs away and he starts yeah. dieharding in the vents here is what happens. Right. He, all these well, movies, you got to get a scene where somebody's dieharding through the tries. vents. And I thought here, I was like, okay, Paul Blart mall cop. I see what's happening here. Yeah. He's either going to be too fat and he's going to fall through. or He's going to get stuck in there. His big butt won't. He's another fat joke. All right, Paul Blart. But no. I saw you getting ready no. to poo-poo. They were. I saw you. These people were like, no, we're going to take this in a different direction. Yeah. We're going to have his disgusting fat body <laughs> start making a bunch of noises that he can't control that then echo through the vents, giving away his location. And I was Sounds like, like a whale. Okay, okay. A new angle on an old classic. I like it, Paul Blart. You set it. You set something up, and then you you yeah. you pulled the old uh, switcheroo on me, and I respect they that. They got I you, huh? That movie. Huh? But then, luckily, he does actually fall through the vents. Well, sure. As well, it yeah, it's got to give up. Smashes out a woman, sure does. a little woman terrace, yeah. and kills her. Essentially, and then the next five minutes is just him, him slinging just... around her loose dead body, like. And not a dummy, not a like. No, it's really just, just him throwing a shaking baby woman. syndrome, fucking yeah. shaking this woman around. It's weird, swinging her fucking just completely limp body around. And this is the first of many times where Paul Blart like beats one of these people into unconsciousness, mm-hmm. and then. Just like puts them in a closet or something. So you're Makes like, it worse. I guess he's beaten them so badly that they will never wake up. Yeah. Like, are these people in comas? They're Is he dead. beating every one of these yeah. extreme sports athletes into just terrible comas? Yeah. Are they are they all brain dead from this point on? I think is what's happening. Terrorist in a coma. I know it's serious. Yeah, it's some serious shit going on here. Um. So. Uh, also, he establishes here that he's found that they all have codes written on their forearms. Yep. 
with uh, invisible ink that you can only see under some UV rays. And he's yeah. like, oh, I got to start collecting all these codes that are on their forearms because I don't want them to get all the codes because no. once they get all the codes, then they get the credit Then they're going to be able to do the stuff with the codes yeah. is what's going to happen. The code man. Yeah. It's bad guy. Uh, yeah. What's his name? Zek. Vec. 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 I think it's Vec. Vec. Yeah. Weird name for just like a 25-year-old white guy yeah, with no accent or anything. It's weird they didn't get a foreign guy or something for this. When are we going to cover the Code Man's kickboxer films, do you think? Uh, how many of those are there? I know there's got to be enough to do an three? entire month of just... Uh, I think at least three. Sasha Mitchell starring uh, straight-to-video yeah. kickboxer sequels, mm. which... All good from what I remember. It was fucking Code Man, yeah, bro. for sure. I don't think they ever got to the point where, like, Van Damme was sad enough to, like, come back around and, like, do one with him. Yeah, that's Like how they got up, him back huh? into the Universal Soldier movies. What's Code Man doing? I don't know. We need to get him and Van Damme together. I should look that up, yeah. a kickboxer reunion movie, probably, because I'd pay a lot of money to see that, quite Oh, frankly. absolutely. I'd go to all the theaters. So Paul Blart's talking to the cops who are outside at this point because they've surrounded the mall. And then, like, they tried to, like, go in the mall, but then a smoke bomb went off. And uh, Vec is like, you see, I've got the whole place motion censored. They got Uh, scared. And apparently if the motion censored, just a harmless smoke bomb goes off. So I don't know why that's deterring any of you from not raiding the mall at this point right now. But uh, I mean, it popped a a little. It It popped a little. Some smoke happened. Like, they all ran away. It's like, oh, they don't have explosives. They only have smoke bombs. Let's let's get in there real quick. It's, well, they were worried. Seems like these know? guys have no leverage whatsoever, having taken over this fucking mall. But uh, Paul Blart's like, uh, hey, guys, I'm in here. I can be your eyes on the inside. I can be the John McClane of this movie. You could all be my Al Powell's. It's, it's how we're going to work this thing going forward. So they're like, sweet, bro. Find out how many uh, hostages they have. Find out where he's yep. keeping them and uh, call us back and let us know on your teenage girl's cell phone, which is what you're using. He's like, I will, but I'm going to have to do a lot of sneaking in order to do it. So the next 10 minutes of this movie is just scenes of him rolling around on the ground a lot. You get it. Which is really funny. Yeah. He's a big fat guy. Yeah. And he's rolling around all crazy. He's just going here, here and there. Going there. Barrel rolls. He looks like... One of those king seals or something, just yeah. sliding around on yeah. a rock for it's like ten minutes of this. One of them big manatees, all that great, you all great physical trained comedy. to slap unsuspecting yeah. women on the ass. It's it's a good joke from uh, is that from Zookeeper? No, is that from a is that from an Adam Sandler movie? There's a Sandman oh, man, movie I where I saw he's that recently one. And then I think that's also in that uh, Good Luck Chuck, where uh. There must be just one Hollywood seal who who's can the, slap asses. So who's like, the gonna, shocker guy? Uh, Dane Cook. Yeah. Remember yeah. that movie he had where he was dating women? I don't know that I got ever married. saw that one. I could have sworn you were at that theater with me. I remember, or was he in the one where... The girl like, that I don't think's attractive that everybody thinks attractive. fat guy, but then he gets skinny, or is that a Ryan Reynolds? That's Ryan Reynolds. Movie? Okay. Just yeah. Friends with Anna Ferris. I don't know that I've ever seen a Dane Cook movie. Bro, quite frankly, Anna Ferris and Just Friends. Yeah, she's invincible. Um, Dane Cook and uh, Jessica, Jessica Alba. Yeah. Oh, I was th- I was thinking that was Beale. Is that an Alba? Beale. She might Sorry be the one in Good Luck Chuck. Yeah. No, I now pronounce you Chuck and Larry yeah. with the butt. No, Good Luck Her Chuck. Her butt's in there. Jessica Alba. Uh huh. 
Chuck and Larry. Sure. Jessica Biel. Uh, which is Paxton and Pullman? Which one? Uh, which one's in that thing? You just broke my brain, sir. Okay, uh, he's rolling around on the ground a lot, uh, and he sees that uh, Amy, the the wig girl, oh, yeah, Amy, wig girl, one yeah, of the yeah, people yeah, taking yeah. hostages, yeah. and he starts talking about how beautiful she is. Yeah, over the over like the phone right. to all the cops. He starts getting the love sweats. <laughs> he says, "Oh, here come the love sweats." Yeah, how loud do these people? They're all made visibly uncomfortable right. by this uh, mentally disturbed man. But, Talking uh, about love sweats. Yeah, this is, we just keep going forward, though. It's just, just, it's, it's okay, I guess. This is, uh, he beats up a dude in a tanning salon after this. I have one of the guys catches him. He's like, "Hey, it's Paul Blart. Yeah, I'm gonna fight him." He runs into a tanning salon. The guy traps him in the spray tan thing. Yep. Starts spray tanning him, which I don't think they went far enough with this. He gets a little bit of spray tan yeah. sprayed on him. I think they could have just done a hilarious, like, this guy's completely covered in spray tan now. It's funny, physical. I guess they were worried about continuity issues. I mean, that spray tan looking normal through the rest of the movie. None of it really makes sense as somebody who's worked in the industry. Yeah, you don't, sure. You don't leave those full no, cartridges in the not. machine to spray people. And then he throws the guy in like one of the traditional tanning beds and he's like slamming the lid on him. And I'm like, well, they'll, they're made so that you can fit in there. That lid's yeah. not hitting him at all. This yeah. is not going to be knocking him out. Right. And he takes like a bikini top to like tie the handle together. So like the lid won't, and it's like, well, there's still openings on both ends. This guy yeah, can slide crawl out. out so either. Once again, we're just assuming, I guess that this man's been beaten into a coma by Paul Blart yeah. and will never wake up from right. it. So, but he does uh, use the uh, tanning bed's light to get the code off this guy's arm, too. He's, he's got to collect the codes, Matt, because... Speaking of... The, the Vex plot was to send all these yeah. guys out to get the codes and then bring him back all the codes, and now, you know, the codes are going to do things with the code. Speaking of codes... Yeah, sure, yeah. Code, right. code Man's got a uh, uh-huh. a new kickboxer movie. Uh, how new? How new and is new? He's got a new kickboxer. Like this year new? And a new cyborg movie. Wait, that guy started being in cyborg movies? Coming out next year. Can you get him on like a double feature uh, DVD in the Walmart discount bin yet? I don't know, but JCVD's in neither. it's not out until next year? He's not in either. Is it already somehow in the Walmart discount bin? Yes. Um, nobody wins with a headbutt is yeah. uh, my next big bullet point here. It's, yeah. It's a line that Paul Blart says. Yeah, he's chaising Mike Volali. Uh, who's that? The long haired skateboarder, yeah. right? They skateboard and segue all the way up to the roof of the mall, which seems improbable, but it's a lot of uh, wire foo going on yep. at this point in the movie. What's yeah. happening? Uh, this guy skateboards from one roof to the next, which I'm like, what's going on? This mall's in multiple buildings. Is what's the geography? Yeah, you know, malls have like different wings. It Paul juts Blart, out. Paul Blart, know? he's separates. He, he's got a Segway from wing to wing on the roof of this thing, and he fucking ramps his Segway. This is some, this is some yeah. funny visual stuff right yeah. here. And then he tackles the guy, and Let's then they fall through a skylight like sixty feet It'll- in the air. And then they fall to the ground. At least 40. To their deaths, their spectacular deaths, well, they which fall, is how this movie ends. They fall in the children's ball pit. Oh, we've already established here's a ball pit in this mall, so it's uh, it makes a lot of sense. But then Paul Blart uh, picks the guy up. Oh, no, he doesn't pick him up because no. they're in the ball pit, and the guy, at first you see his skateboard come out from under the ball. Yeah. It's like, oh, he's still got his skateboard. Good, so he leaves. And then Paul Blart... Uh, he does that Chuck s- Norris... Segways out of the ball pit yeah. while still standing on his segway. Does that Chuck Norris rise up? Pretty hilarious. And then Paul Blart headbutts the man into deep, deep unconsciousness. Yeah. And says the line, nobody wins with a headbutt. 
It hurt him too. Yeah, it hurt him too, but not so much that he's been knocked into a coma like this professional skateboarder slash terrorist is now because this guy also, once again, his limp body is just discarded like so much trash. Yeah. Whoo! This is a body count. He's stacking up a body count in this movie, Matt. He's doing it. The action's there, Nate. The next scene, we get a bunch of montage of him like picking a bunch of random shit off the shelves in uh, various stores. And I thought he was going to like MacGyver together some sort of contraption and use it to like yeah. fight the terrorists. But then it never really comes to anything. This next... He just puts himself together a new yeah. like outfit where he's like wearing black from head to toe. So he kind of looks more like a real cop now. This next section of the film is like where they're like oh man like we're pretty far along we've killed off a lot of the other That's bad right, guys yeah. and like none of this it's shit really makes 45 sense minutes. <laughs> we're gonna have to tie some of it together his daughter randomly shows up oh hey i'm here uh to elevate the stakes of things i guess at least now there's a little girl who maybe can get shot by the terrorists i mean in all fairness at thanksgiving dinner when uh-huh. paul blart uh you know is all depressed and walks away from his mom. Depressed really covers and it. She, he's, well, yeah, he's, <laughs> he's working through some There's things. definitely some suicidal ideation yeah, going yeah. on, for sure. She's like, do you want me to cook you dinner tomorrow? And he's like, no, like, I'm too sad for dinner. Mm-hmm. And then he walks back in and he's like, but I mean, like, if, if you're, you're going to. Yeah, like those sloppy Joes. That's right. So here's the scene where his daughter's showing up. do the sloppy Joes. Yeah. Also do sweet potato fries. Yeah, well done. He's so fat. He likes them crispy. <laughs> he thinks about you gotta throw them in that oven, three seventy five, not yeah. three fifty, like it says. No, 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 no. That's, that's crisp those fuckers up, man. Yeah. Sometimes I get a little crazy. Punch them for four twenty five on oh, the preheat. Oh shit! Four twenty five in the preheat. Just on the preheat. preheat. And then knock it down to three seventy five. Crisp those you know? things up real good. You're gonna man. like it. You get the brown. Uh, he's all getting the the. She's gonna bring him the sloppy joes. The dog. That's right. Yeah. That's why she's there. Uh huh. And she's all. It like, makes sense. Yeah. I'm not poo pooing it. So now we got it the works. Daughter. It also right. works to once again raise the stakes. Yeah. Up until this, there's no stakes. Up the ante. Sweeten the pot. Just these guys who are terrorists right. who have guns, are refusing Maybe to use terrorists. their guns, BMXing and skateboarding around a mall, yeah. parkouring up the stairwells and shit. They don't. They don't want. Not records. making any demands. Not threatening anybody. Yeah, no, they don't it's need just, records. Yeah. A, They're just ooh. here to hang out. Okay. Um. So he doesn't MacGyver anything together with all this stuff he's grabbing, but he does uh, spot some birthday cards in the Hallmark store. Mm. He's like, oh, yeah, Amy told me it's her birthday on Black Friday. I'm going to get her a birthday card and be the real hero here. Uh, Let me comically break through these glass windows with my girth, which doesn't work. He bounces right off those doors. (laughs) He hits them hard. More great physical comedy. Yeah. Until he then segues through uh, and smashes. Once again, just doing tons yeah. of property damage. I can't imagine this guy's keeping his job after all this is over. Nah, I he does it. get a birthday. We get, it's like 20 minutes of montage, and it just ends with him having a birthday card now. Can I give you a little look behind the curtain here? Oh, oh sure. As somebody who's a big fan of both Kevin birthday James oh. and his brother, Gary Valentine. Uh huh. Not only am I familiar. Now, Gary Valentine, a uh-huh. stage name, or are they half brothers, or is Kevin James a stage name? Is his name really Valentine's Kevin Valentine? The last name. Wow. Yeah, that's, I do believe. That's good stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Calling him Kevin Valentine from now on. They. Now, are they in Stallone's brothers band, the Valentines? Is that why they have the, the name there? 
because they're both singers. We've established Could this. Be. Oh, both absolutely. brothers are singers. Absolutely. Is he around one of those trash can fires in the Rocky movies? Hoping so. Uh, having watched Kevin James fucking stand up before, sure. there's a scene. Y'all where... sweetie. Yeah, no, that's Gary Valentine. Oh. Yeah, yeah, oh, yeah. Sorry, yeah, sorry, yeah. sorry, I jumped the gun. Kevin James, he's got a good bit where he's in a bank and has to walk through one of those bank teller lines mm-hmm. where there's nobody in the bank, mm-hmm. but he's still got to go gotta... through the rope line. That, that's a frustration. And then he's also got a bit where he. Uh, <laughs> Is trying to pick out a card for somebody, and he's like, "You ever tried to pick out a card for somebody?" So you're telling me these are all Kevin James stand-up bits yeah. that they're working into yeah. the movie, yeah? Here? But that, that they that they ultimately didn't fully right. invest in. Uh, yeah, they don't really. I've, it's like the first. They do a little bit of the bank thing, the pilot episode of like every '90s stand-up uh, sitcom they eventually right. get, where like yeah. the pilot episode always yeah. has like bits from their stand-up yeah. like worked into it. And you're what like, was that thing about uh, fucking oh, uh, what's some, his face being an asshole? You know, thing. I don't oh, understand. Yeah. So they tried to. This was probably a pilot for a TV show at one point in the history of its script, is what I'm saying. Yeah. And then those bits got Good glossed chance. over, because he does do a little bit of mall line uh, stuff and a little bit of picking out card yeah. stuff. So this yeah. classic Kevin James. This He's is doing his... Just a little, some deep cuts, some Easter eggs for the true delivering fans. Delivering the hits for the true fans. For sure. Uh... Pfft. Got the new outfit now. He's got the new outfit. Uh, all he doesn't black. MacGyver anything together, but he does get on the like mall intercom and try to talk yeah. all badass to Vec, but it doesn't work because he starts I'm getting low blood sugar and he passes out in the middle of it yeah. and hilariously just smacks his head you against the desk that real a lot. That was a good fall right yeah. there. That was a great fall. Fucking good stuff. He's got to like eat a dirty sucker on the ground to get his blood sugar. It's got ants back on it. It's got ants all over it. He's, it's he gross. just crunches it's it. It's gross. But he does, and he's like, oh, uh, um, back up now. By, back up. Either way, Vec, uh, fucking let's do a final showdown at the Rainforest Cafe. It's going to be awesome. Send all the bad guys. I'm sorry. Is this a movie about them all? Meet me at the fucking Rainforest Cafe. So they all converge on the Rainforest Cafe to take Blart out. I wrote, this is the greatest place to end a movie. How would you elevate things further after this? This has got to be the end of the fucking movie here. He starts, like, ramboing through the trees in here, just, like, grabbing guys, taking them out, pulling them into the shadows, and snapping their necks. They really should have leaned into the Rambo aspect. I I thought they were going to after he snatched that first guy out of the darkness. But then they were like... We got a scuba gear joke that's pretty hilarious, though. That's We're going to have to get this in instead that's of more fair. Rambo stuff. Yeah. Where he finds a scuba tank. Because uh-huh. apparently there's scuba tanks at, at this Rainforest Cafe. He got that from the mall. When oh, he, he took was, it from Champ he, Sports, was, probably. Yeah, taking supplies. He says, hey, bad guy over there. Uh, yeah. A scuba doobie doo. And then he like, right. knocks the end of it off so the compressed air it. goes, and then it flies across the Rainforest Cafe and takes this guy yeah. out a lot. Because that bad guy smoked pot. Funny stuff. Oh, wait. Or something. Oh, like a... Great shit. But it works, though. You don't got to think yeah. about no, why yeah. it's funny. It's just funny stuff. Scooby-Dooby-Doo. Yeah. You hit him. Uh, also, there's big fish tanks full of fish here, and I wrote, uh, why is nobody shooting out the fish tanks and having them spill everywhere? That's very disappointing. The glass. Shoot the glass. the glass. 
But I guess probably it happens off screen that they do get like uh, broken though, because Paul Blart does leave the gas on in the kitchen and blow up this entire rainforest cafe. Like the whole thing explodes. You he see it from it. outside the he mall. He fucked it. You you thought he was gonna go die hard on you, and no. he fucking under siege. Right. He yeah. under siege us right here. He blows up the rainforest cafe. So uh, I wrote, okay, that was cool. Uh, yeah. All the even Bobby Cannavale there, who's now and he's like, I hate Paul Blart. He's a little puss. Is like that's pretty badass. Blowing the rainforest cafe, ass, but. Yeah. I wrote, uh, how many people are dead, I wonder, is... is, is good amount. Right there, yeah. Probably good. Uh, so then he goes and dresses up like a goalie in the champ sports to take out the last goon. Yeah. He's like, oh, oh, this is probably just a mannequin and not Paul Blart. Oh, I got hit with a goalie stick. Now I'm knocked into a coma that I will never wake up from. Severe yeah. brain damage. If I ever did, I'd be a vegetable. Somebody... Pull the plug on me. DNR is what this guy's thinking. In the meantime, Vex all like... One of you motherfuckers is communicating with this That's guy right, on a yeah. cell phone. It's got to be you, wig store girl. You're his yeah. only friend. Everybody else hates his guts. Yeah. He doesn't understand that his daughter is his daughter. He thinks she's a rando. Yeah, that's right. But then he comes to find out a little more, and he's like, not only are you the one calling, but uh, I've also figured out that that's his daughter. Mm-hmm. So they have their, like, McLean and Gruber uh, showdown on the radio moment here where they're, yeah. like, talking to each other, and he's like... Just making fun of how lame and fatty is, and how much his dating profile sucks. Though and yeah. I'm like, oh god, even at the, like the climactic fucking end of this movie, the bad guy is still just talking about what a sad life he has. Yeah, he's it's, not wrong. We're gonna have nightmares about this movie. I You're think, welcome. Tonight. Yeah, it's, it's, it's just humiliated over and over again in this thing. This movie's for the real ones, Nate. Turns out, though, this convo was just a distraction that Paul Blart was doing to distract him so that he could sneak all the hostages out through the ceiling tiles in true diehard fashion. Yeah. But Vec catches on at the end because extremely uh, overweight, 600-pound black guy couldn't get pulled up into the ceiling fast enough, so he catches him. And then everybody comically falls through the ceiling, including Paul Blart, who uh, there's an excellent bit of comedic timing where it's like, a two-second delay after everybody's fallen yeah. before he falls, and then he falls the hardest. Right. Kevin James, man. Through some boxes. He understands how to fall down and make it funny. It's, some, it's good stuff. Some some of them office boxes yeah. full of paper. I wrote, oh, God, this is a third color for his hair and mustache in this scene. He has right. never looked like this yet. No. What is yeah. going on? With, why, why can't they get his hair a consistent color? This thing Was this thing shot over the span of like 24 months or something? <laughs> I never noticed. I always thought he had the nicest hair until uh, so, so Tom cute. Rock told so me Tom otherwise. Rock burst that bubble. Yeah. So, the rest of my life's just going to be miserable now. Ted Danson's still got nice hair. I can, so, I can rest my So, fucking uh, Vec takes the wig store girl and the daughter, yeah. throws him in a van, peels out. We got a car chase now. Uh, Paul Blart and Bobby Cannavale jump in that minivan that Paul Blart previously smacked his forehead That's the in one. back of. They're chasing him. He calls up the ex-boyfriend. Uh, fucking what's his name? Yeah, Pahoot. Pahoot. And he's like, hey, you still got that phone, Geotad? Because now Vec has it. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to chase down Vec. And he's like, yeah, looks like Vec's going to an airfield of some sort. He's like, I know exactly I know where exactly that is. I know exactly where that is. I'm constantly flying out of, you know, small airfields. We're in Jersey, a.k.a. Massachusetts. I know exactly so where that like, is. Bobby Cannavale, take the wheel. I'm going to climb up on top of this minivan. And Martin rigs it jump from fucking car to car 
hilariously he's far too obese to do this so he misses completely and uh just rolls down a hill at like 60 miles an hour did you like that where were you at when that happened were you like he's gonna jump from the uh, one van to the other van i was expecting a comedic failure but were then you? i was like uh, but then also not that like, bad he's got to be dead now right like yeah all right he would his body would just be torn apart and he'd be a corpse but no there's like uh get up and come chasing after him again yeah. paul blart we got a movie to end here I like that he, instead of like getting back in the van, he's like, ah, no, I'm just going to keep running through this yeah. forest right and here. somehow airport's right there. Bobby Cannavale to yeah. the uh, airplane they're all right to by a couple minutes here. Yeah. Which, yeah, he, he runs somehow to the airplane, uh, stops them before they're able to board, which I guess Vec is also uh, a, a pilot, apparently. I think he's going to fly them out of here himself. He says they're going to the Cayman Islands because yeah. he has all the codes now. Yeah. The codes that they wrote down uh, from the credit card machines at the various stores in the mall. You're familiar. I've used a lot of credit card machines before. Have you? What's the codes, Matt? What are these codes they have written down? And what's he think he's going to do with these codes, I wonder? They're like six digits or they, so. They certainly never uh, bother to... Uh, Gives you the codes, though. remotely explain what they're even trying to act like his big... Plot is in this you get the codes, you get the money. I kind of appreciate it. You get the codes, yeah, you get the money. Yeah, you get the codes, you and get we the go money. to Cayman Islands. Yeah. Except that you don't, because you don't get onto the plane before oh. Paul Blart shows up and then fist fights you. Yeah. There's one thing I know about a classic Paul Blart fist fight. He's going to beat you until you're brain dead in a deep, deep coma. Or. Sorry about your luck, Vec. Or until he falls victim to hypoglycemia oh he does pass out except oh he's just playing possum and he uses it as a sweet psych out gag to leg sweep vec yep and then put his girth on top of him and yeah i think he like cuffs his hands behind his back this is the first person he doesn't murder with his bare hands mm -hmm. in this movie he's just like you got the right to remain silent, friend oh bobby cannavale shows up and is like sweet man you took down a perp except Oh, I'm in on it with him. I'm also what? a bad guy. Fucking stick him up, Paul Blart. I'm going to take the codes to the Cayman Island now, and I'm going to be rich. If you can't trust the Italians. Blart's like, well, the codes are here on this teenage girl's cell phone I borrowed. I'm going to smash it. Now you don't have the codes. And he's like, I don't even need to get the codes off yeah. that because I also have other codes. We have so every. I get the codes. We literally have everyone you apprehended I'm in that gonna mall. I'm just going to code it from their arms like yeah. you did originally, and then I'll have all the codes again. And then. Yeah. Profit? Yeah, he's I gonna think? he's gonna kill uh, Vec. Okay, he's gonna kill. He's gonna kill a lot of people. He's gonna here. kill everybody. He's gonna murder all these people. And just going to business for himself. Except yeah. Paul Blart's old guy boss at the security firm. The here. chief. The chief shows up and shoots him with a gun. Yeah, hilariously because he's like a scared old man, but he shoots this guy with a gun. He's from stuff. Was he the uh, judge that McNulty was friends with in The Wire? That's possible. I. Definitely recognized his face, but didn't give it much thought. I we'll just that say that he's uh, from The Wire. Yeah, I think that's him. So, uh, yeah, good guys win, bad guys get shot and apprehended. But then we need to get a super happy ending, because we still have a romantic subplot going here. What that is? It's when Paul Blart wants to fuck the wig store girl. Oh, so he chases yeah. her down and then reveals that he's got a, a birthday card for her, Matt. Oh. And she's like, oh, my God. I was saying earlier about how my birthday is on Black Friday. Everybody forgets it. I probably won't even get a card. Yeah. You 
the sweetest, broken, uh, creepy, disturbed man I've ever met. Yeah, best man. Bought me this birthday card, and you wrote a very touching note in it, Matt. He's the judge that's friends with. Do you you remember what he wrote in the birthday card? Oh, fuck. I didn't write it down. It was was a thing. I thought for sure that was going to be something. Oh, shit. It was something to the effect of... Uh, you remind me of a good meal. Yeah. After I'm with you, I feel stuffed. But I dot, don't dot, dot, have to with undo emotions. My... Yeah. Stuffed with emotions. But I don't have to undo my pants. That's a weird thing to write to somebody, man. It was weird to me because I was like, the highlights undoing your pants. Yeah. You would think you would want to. That's a good part. But also, just please run. Run away from this man. Yeah. You poor, poor woman. How did you get sucked into this? This horrible experience. Probably the worst experience of your life. But no, we learn. No, she should get married. We learn over the... There's some credits, but then we get some more scenes during the credits. And turns out Paul Blart and her get married just immediately. Yeah. They're now husband and wife. Yeah. And she gets her own Segway, which is hilarious. A lady on a Segway? This is black, hers is white. This is crazy. We come they together because be opposites there. attract. I don't, yeah. I don't know. You know, two steps forward, I take eight steps back. Uh, that's uh, Paul Blart, Mall Cop. That's Paula a cat. Let's take know. a little break here and see what we got coming up in the new year I we think got some some a new, a new year's episode coming up next week i think it's, i think corporate's pulling the plug if i remember correctly it's uh if i've heard right probably the pinnacle of our diehard december what what could it be <sighs> are we finally going to address the elephant in the room we'll see <sighs> what are we going to be talking about either way diehard 4 yeah, ooh, maybe that fifth one which one's worse i don't even which remember which one's which the fourth one's Timothy yeah, Oliphant. The fifth one's Son of John McClane, which I never uh, saw. Did you I see that one? I don't know that I saw that one either. Maybe we're going to have to watch that one. Mm, Jesus. Either way, when we come back, Paul Blart Mall Cop is going to enter Judgment Day. <laughs> It was the final voyage of America's mightiest battleship. What's on this helicopter? This little sweetheart. Miss July 89. God, I love this business. I love you. The party was wild. Love you today. They really knocked them dead. Imagine this arsenal of tactical nuclear weapons falling into the wrong hands. The Pentagon never did. Four minutes ahead of schedule. Damn, I'm good. Now, a team of terrorists have taken over. Wake up the president. But there's just one thing they didn't count on. The cook. Are you like some special forces guy or something? No, I'm just a cook. Oh my God, we're gonna die. This is not the work of a cook. I want you to coordinate your efforts with us. Yes, sir. I see that you completely disobeyed my orders. Roger that. Ryback is an ex-seal. Expert in martial arts. Explosives. Stand back! Weapons and tactics. I also cook. The Nimitz is tracking two tomahawks just launched from the Missouri. Where are they headed? Honolulu. Happy trails. Steven Seagal. I know you, don't I? Tommy Lee Jones. Been a long time. I'll see you in hell, Senator Boy! 
under siege. He's waiting, and you are the target. Obsession as you've never known it. Terror as you've never felt it. Rated R. I see that wow and raise you a zowie. <laughs> I got to imagine there's probably that show was on for like twelve years or something. Uh, Frasier, at least a couple great Christmas episodes of Frasier. I would imagine that might be a little thing I do when I get off my last day of pre Hollywood work tomorrow. Just uh. Sit down with a couple of Frasier Christmas episodes. I can see that being delightful. There's a really good uh, Christmas or Thanksgiving episode of uh, uh, King of Queens mm. with Nick Offerman mm-hmm. in it. Okay. Where he's a homeless man and they're oh. all like, let him in the house. No, don't let him in the house. You vamp. I've got a Christmas gift for you that it strikes me right now. Oh, okay. It might be fun to uh, pull out right All here. Right. On a, I, mean, I don't have it wrapped or anything, so I'm just going to hand it to you. Yeah, there's a... Uh, I'm going to talk about... We're going to see if uh, we, could, we could talk about it a little bit. There's also that uh, uh, Christmas episode where... Oh, uh, yeah? yeah, Kevin James wants the... Uh, talking Meldor, the mind reader, or whatever it is, and then they get the wrong one, and they give it, you know, Deacon wants it too. Take a look at that, buddy. Right oh, there. wow. Yeah. Oh, uh, that's nice. This might, uh, this could be maybe just like a regular segment we start wow. doing on the show here a The King bit. of Queens trivia book. Yeah, I mean, I was looking there to see if you don't see what these kind of questions are, maybe. Yeah. There's 12 I, quizzes. That's a but lot of quizzes. 24 pages. Okay. Yeah. All right. this is, yeah. There's a lot of fun yeah. to be had in this quiz book, I'm going to yeah. assume, right here. Oh, I just, you, wow. They, they kick you right to it. Oh, I see. They do the quiz on one page and mm. then they do the answers on the other, Very on the other one. Very interesting. Yeah, yeah, okay. yeah. Oh, this is the first season. We're going to skip. Oh, it doesn't get good to okay. the mid. We'll go straight to season five. Season five. Uh, questions right here. Let's see. Uh, what is Deacon's wife's name? Deacon's wife's name, everybody knows uh, Angelica. Kelly. Kelly. Uh, Ke- Kelly's what I meant to say. Yeah. Boom. Okay. Nailed it. Nailed it. Those are the sort of uh, questions you're going to get asked in there, huh? Yeah. That's good stuff. Yeah, Yeah, that's good stuff they're coming up with there. Fat City. Uh Uh-huh. Why is Doug so worried about Carrie gaining weight as she gets older? Uh, I don't know. Who wants to have a fat wife? Give me a a break. Carrie's mom was fat. Oh, Carrie's... He was concerned. He was concerned. They have like a... Like a Kathy Bates show up as her mom probably a, did you a couple get, times. Did you show. get this as a at a at, as a, like a handout at a, at a like an AA meeting? Yeah, this is what they were. They were this is impressive. Give you a cup of coffee when you walk in there, and then you get to pick a book when you leave. There's it's, no pictures except for the very front of it, which has the King of Queens on there. Yeah, and then the inside is just. Couple of questions. It really just looks like a quiz that was put together by like a th- yeah. third grade teacher for her class. It's got barcodes on it and stuff. Like somebody, <laughs> somehow they're pretending like that's an official for sale. Uh, somebody put money together to get there. these just pressed together, and I'm in love. Oh, this yeah, is nice. Stuff. I thought, 
you know, get the family These together maybe over Christmas. Yeah. Uh, just flex your knowledge. Yeah. See who knows the most about the King of Queens. Dave's you know, a... Dave's a big fan of King. Uh, I thought Dave might this give you a run with, for, his, uh, I'm for gonna, your money right there. I'm going to ask him a couple of these. Yeah, see, this is good. See if yeah. we can stump old yeah. uh, Davey R. Shyster. Yeah. Tell you what, you can read reviews about the movie. I'm just going to read up on my uh, okay. trivia. Uh, judgment Day here is yeah, where that's what we do. Ha! We, uh, yeah. Got to the internet to see what the people had to say about the film. I get a couple Old of one-inch star reviews, a couple of five-inch star reviews. Spencer's last name, we know. Yeah, Matt, this first uh, one-inch star review oh, I okay, want you I'll to know is from uh, an IMDb user named Bob Rutzel. So this is uh, Bob, Bobby Rutzel? Bob Rutzel saw uh, old Paul Barton, didn't like it, so. Jeez. We're going to see what he has to say. Wow. <clears throat> Bob Rutzel says, The only thing that works in here are the Sieg machines, and James worked them just fine. One would think if you were going to have a comedy, there would be some lines or sight gags that actually can make people laugh. Not so here. Very sad and embarrassing to watch. <laughs> I didn't oh. know how true that was when I first pulled this review, yeah. as it turns out. Uh, uh, okay. Yeah. Um, James's Paul Blart reminded me of Jackie Gleason's The Poor Soul, which would have been funnier, but alas... Gleason has passed on. Oh. It is a real shame today's comedians do not go back and look at the comedic masters of the past. They could learn so much, but alas, they think they know better. Believe me, they do not. Oh. Alas, alas, and alas. I give up trying to remind them. The story does get interesting. Is he friends with them? Sort of. When Blart is alone in the mall with the crooks who still have the hostages... Kind of like a Home Alone movie, but mall style. Oh, okay. So you see where this is going. Sure. Interesting, but still not funny or clever. I recommend that Kevin James either go into drama or sell cars. But with all the car companies going kaput and laying off tons of people, maybe drama would be the better choice. Thanks a lot, COVID. For some reason, these so-called comedians do not have the timing for comedy, but they do have it for drama. I know this doesn't make sense, but there you are. It's true. It's one of those mysteries. Like, how were the pyramids built? Look it up. Yeah. One clear-cut example that comes to mind is Will Ferrell in the drama Stranger Than Fiction. That's a pretty good one. He was huh? great in it. In comedy? No. Does the movie save itself? I say no. But you know the outcome, even huh. without actually going to the movie. As long as millions of people pay millions of dollars to these so-called unfunny comedians, nothing will change, and that is sad. I think I will get one of those Sieg machines. Violence, oh. yes. Sex, no. Nudity, no. Language, no. One Ninja Star from IMDb user and general weirdo Bob Rutzel. You could work the phrase rat's ass into there, you would have it. <laughs> That's a good Niles drop in right there. You gotta. Matt, my second one Ninja Star review is uh, shorter, sweeter to the point. It's a letterboxed review from a user named MDJ. MDJ. Cool when somebody goes by like three letters. That's fucking, real cool. Fucking cool as shit. MDJ says, This is one of those movies I never wanted to watch and never thought I'd watch, but life happens. When you can't decide on what movie to watch, weird ones start to come up. Yeah. And you have to say yes to something. One Ninja Star from Letterboxd user 
MDJ. Understands life, I think. Oh, they blocked us out. What? They blocked us out. We got kicked out. out of the Frasier soundboard? Oh, Jesus That's like Christ. half of our content. Oh. How are we going to finish this podcast? <laughs> yeah, okay. we had a Good quick enough. oh mama from Niles. Uh, first five Ninja Star review here is from an IMDb user. Thank you, people that get it. Hodges Danielle. Oh, maybe Daniel Hodges, and they put the name backwards. on Hodges Danielle. Anyway, is he uh, Asian? It's either an Asian man or a white woman. We'll see as we get into the meat of the review here. They say, truly uniting me with friends and making Christmas special. Paul Blart's endearing character and heroic actions brought my friends and I closer together this Christmas. Yeah. I became a diehard fan moments into the film, even looking up Paul Blart merchandise. Oh, diehard fan? That's, a, that's, a, that's a, a joke right there. That's a good joke. Even looking up Paul Blart merchandise to purchase later, All since I am a newly enthusiastic and proud Paul Blart fan. You gotta be. I relate to Blart's oh, hypoglycemia. Blarty and enjoy the use of humor to lightheartedly cope with the condition. Many people will relate to the themes in the film, such as loneliness, doubt, insecurities, and overcoming adversity. <laughs> this film will bring joy to all people, just like it has brought joy to me. Yeah. Some critics may be negative by calling the film kitschy and insignificant, Ooh. but it is really a projection of their personal failures and lack of redemption arc uh, in their own lives. Amen. I hope you all enjoy this film, and it changes your lives as well. Five Ninja Stars for a IMDb user, Hodges Danielle. That's a yeah, positive that's a review. Ham yeah, review, good. apparently. It's a Christmas miracle yeah. watching Paul Blart. And Ham's Paul good. It turns out. Ham's good. Ham's good this week, remember, everybody. Yeah, don't um, forget. Uh, our last Five Ninja Star review is from a Letterboxd user. Simply goes by the name of Joe. Not Ivo Just Cobra? Joe, Matt. No. Just Joe. No, Ivo Cobra didn't weigh in this. Uh, I think he's uh, off on a Christmas sabbatical, maybe. Joe says, I have so many thoughts about this movie. First of all, I get major lesbian vibes from Amy. I'm sorry to all the wow. Paul and Amy shippers. I think they would be shippers. great friends, but she does not like men. Vec is a great antagonist. Love the plot twist. Of course, it's the shy trainee who turns out to be the leader. Yeah. I love him and his coat and his name. Vec is a great name. He is clearly ambitious and confident in his ability to take the codes but that was no match for the ambition and eventual confidence of Paul Blart. The Detroit Rock City scene is one of my favorite movie scenes ever. Thank you. The chaos, the obliviousness of Paul Blart, how it gave him the power to save the day. Also, the song is so catchy. I'm going to listen to it all week yeah. and pretend I'm about to save the girl I love. Who is she? Last, I want oh, to I touch on say. the other guys. Sorry, I don't know what to call them, but Vex Little Crew. Blitzen and Vixen are so hot. They're all so cool. I wish I was there helping Vex take over the mall. I would be so good at it. If I was there, none of this would have happened. Vex, please choose me to be on your team. I would be a great addition. This is a chick with a weird crew. Anyway, I don't care that lots of people think this movie is stupid. I love it, and the hot villains, and silly moments, and the lesbian vibes from Amy. Yeah. I also love watching this to celebrate Black Friday. I'm not even American. I just love this movie. I love you, Vec. 
Five ninja stars from Letterboxd user Joe. Joe gets it, man. Hammed out all over this fucking movie. Yeah. What do you think? Wow. You, would you like to be on Vex Crew? You almost did a nip up a couple times earlier. I think you could. Yeah. Parkour I think I, all over I could probably. probably I could, there's probably a couple things I could still do. Uh, I used to take somersaults down flights of stairs. Oh, that's right. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. I could. Mm-hmm. I used to be able to do that. Wow. One uh, time. Used to is getting thrown around here. I don't know I like that. One time there's like. It's like four steps. Wish I didn't live in a ranch right now because I, I think I think you could flip down some stairs. I used to just do like a Superman dive, oh, and wow. somersault. I would just completely bypass the stairs with a Superman like dive, like Spider Man would do a somersault like into a somersault. Ever seen you know? Superman somersault before? That's pretty impressive. Yeah, yeah. It sounds pretty. cool. I could do yeah. that. Sounds, yeah, sounds cool as that. fuck, actually. Yeah, but uh, sometimes life gets me a little sad too. Nate. Oh no, you know. Uh, what what do you do to brighten your spirits? Can't be watch Paul Blart. No, no, no. I'm also not hypoglycemic. No, no, yeah, it's hard. So to like the to food that. doesn't really bring me any comfort either. But uh, you've claimed to be a big Paul Blart fan in the movie, past, though. I'd like to hear your final thoughts. This on movie this film. brings me a little comfort. You okay. know what I'm saying? Uh huh. I'm like, hey, maybe it's not great for everybody out no, there. No, yeah. Maybe we're all just trying to get by. Maybe we all got a little Paul Blart inside of us. Maybe here's a guy named Kevin James, mm-hmm. named Paul Blart, that's yeah. just like wow. out there mm-hmm. trying to make us laugh. He knows it's Christmas. He knows it's tough. Mustache keeps changing colors. We're for all some working reason. through some things. Like that's right. You know, he's not going to do King of Queens forever. I'm we also all wish in love would. with ladies who work at the mall. Yeah, and he's like going to have to do some movies. I uh, appreciate that Chris Farley died. Mm-hmm. Appreciate that Adam Sandler gave me Praise some opportunities. On that one. You know, this was one of the first big uh, Happy Madison films that uh, the Sandman's not even in. Wow, you know, and what a success! A lot of people didn't think it could work. Hundred mil? Is it going to work without Adam Sandler? I don't think so. Largest grossing January film doesn't even have that one guy the with the frog voice in it, and still a big success. It's it's good. You get enough of the uh, you get enough of the Happy Madison faithful. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Would have liked to see a Schneider in here. Can we be honest? Come on. Huh? What store would he be working at? I'm sure it'd be hilarious. It's a family movie. We get it. Pet store or something. We're not going to see titties. juggling goldfish. We're not going to see boobies in this movie. But give us a Schneider. Mm, yeah. What's Dave Spade up to? Ooh, he can't show up in a scene. Good question. I think we could have fit a couple more people in mm-hmm. here. But it's not bad. No. It's good. Okay. It's a very good movie. Right. You it's say a fun so. movie. Yeah. It's enjoyable. The family can watch it, or you can watch it mm-hmm. by yourself. Probably you're going to be watching it by yourself. It'll probably be a very nice time. Yeah. Very nice. Maybe if you're throwing a Christmas party for your podcast, put it on. Nate? Uh-huh. Three bullets. Whoa! Can't go lower. Fucking can't go lower. It's a beautiful place. Okay. It's a good movie. It's just a good movie. Three. That's good. Matt, Paul Blart fucking sucks. I give it two ninja stars. I think you're wrong. <laughs> this movie is a piece of shit. You didn't put much thought into that. No, I didn't really. It's a good movie. It. I wrote that it was two ninja stars because it sucked. Ha. Huh. It doesn't make any sense. What do you think was the it's part weird. that sucked? It makes me real uncomfortable. Yeah. Yeah. You didn't like that, though? I like the parts where he falls down a lot. Yeah. It's pretty good. That's my one... My he's a miserable awful couple, couple character downs. yeah he is and like we both love observe and report yeah that's right but like 
Seth Rogen's way more redeemable. Oh, 100%. Paul Blart's got nothing going for him. No. Yeah. He's still going nowhere after yeah. this movie, quite frankly. I got to watch Paul Blart, too. How could they How could they put a, make a second one of these? They've if, already... <laughs> where's this character going to go from getting married to the wig store girl? They shouldn't have married so him questions. in that last, yeah, in that was, last scene. We need to retcon that shit. He was wanna, so sad. I want to do a Paul Blart sequel that only acknowledges Paul Blart and uh, erases Paul Blart, too, like they're doing in all the horror movie franchises right now. Kevin James, call me. I got big ideas. Yeah. I don't, I don't know. Maybe Paul Blart works at, uh, it's not an indoor mall now. It's a strip mall. It's, we get a lot more outdoor locations. We're, we're blowing this whole thing up. They got a Strip lot of malls got crazy. codes too, bro. There's codes all over those malls. They're, they got all those outside malls too. Oh, yeah. Those, those happen like with out on the west. Paul Blart moves to the west coast. COVID? On one of those outside Can't malls? Can't be inside no more? Yeah. No, yeah. It's the Christmas COVID came back. Uh, we're going to have to figure out how to shoot all of our movies outside probably. Omicron. Omicron. Matt, we're through Christmas here, but we got one Omicron. more. Uh, week in december so we got one more uh big entry in our diehard december extravaganza we've been doing uh yeah yeah we've been what is it teasing for a long time and we haven't talked about diehard yet the actual fucking diehard oh no we're still not gonna do it we're gonna talk about a better movie fucking steven seagal and under siege it's gonna be here for new year's next week it's our new year's movie because a bitch pops out of a cake in it it makes perfect fucking sense Remember, never talking about Die Hard. We're just a couple of cooks. It's Baby Oil and Blow. Stay single. Oh, the weather outside is frightful, but the fire is so delightful. And since we've no place to go, let it snow, let it snow, let it snow. It doesn't show signs of stopping. And I brought some corn for popping The lights are turned way down low Let it snow, let it snow, let it snow 